welcome everybody to Love, Death, and Dice, the Dragon Vault, our brand new lawful evil high fantasy campaign. Episode one begins tonight. We're so excited. Thank you all so much for joining us and being here and being freaking awesome. I am your lovely dungeon master for the night, DM Turk, and I'm here with three of my dang old best friends and Grouch Couch crew members and just folks that I love rolling dice with, so I'm so happy to be here. Um, of course, introduce yourselves uh, left to right, start right to left, starting with Fish. What's up, Fishy? How's it going? Hello. What's up, guys? Hi, we're back again. We're doing it again, guys. I'm so excited. We're starting in a whole new season, and like, uh, man, it's it's been a long journey just getting to here, and then looking back on the journey to get to here was a journey in itself. So excited to continue the journey. But Connor's gonna induce himself too. Peace, I am going Cheers. to induce myself. Welcome, welcome here to the shit show, friend. Thank you much for the follow. Cheers, everyone. I'm Connor, and I'm going to be uh, having some fun this campaign. As you can see by my getup already, I'm once again doing makeup, and I already don't like it. But I do all this for you. <laughs> yes, I do. And I can't wait to play this character. I've been very excited about it for a few weeks now. Um, or actually, more than a few weeks, but, you know. Yeah. Do it for you. Go ahead, Proteus. Did I look the right way? Yeah, no, no nope. you looked the wrong way. <laughs> I need to put fucking sticky notes on the wall so I know which one is which. Uh, hi, I, I'm the Proteus. I'm not wearing makeup this campaign. This is actually my real face. Uh, and it's nice to just for once breathe, you know? It, it, it's nice to be a robot. Uh, no, I'm... I'm I'm excited for this campaign. I've never done high fantasy before, so I'm super nervous again. I didn't think I was going to get stage fright twice, but here we are. But I'm super excited to be part of the Grouch Couch for a second season. I'm I'm here for it. I'm I'm ready. Hell yeah, dude. We're excited to fucking have you. Yeah, and of course, last but not least, the fourth member of of the fourth player of our night. Of course, we love to call it you guys there in chat. You are the Court of Chaos. Thank you so much for joining us. If you didn't already know, if you're new around here, there are loads of commands that you can use to influence the show while we play. Of course, don't activate any yet because the show hasn't technically begun. But get yourself down there. Get familiarized. Get familiarized. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Sprinkles, Sock Puppet, Ismoogle. We got Jaredy in the chat. We got Caladon, Onyx. Hello. Hi guys, cheers to you and thank you so much for joining us. Cheers! Yeah. Woot, 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 woot. So, yes, before yes. we get into the fun bits and we start to show this amazing night, we're going to start off with um, a little bit of homework that we're going to go into. We call this our homework section, but don't worry. You don't have anything you have to take home to fill out. It's just a little bit of stuff to let you know um, what we got going on this here week. And I believe Fishy is starting us off tonight. That's right, baby! We're starting a whole new campaign! That means tonight is the very first episode of LD&D, or otherwise known as Love, Death, and Dice. It all takes place in our beautiful home world of Intoxica that we've homebrewed for ourselves for many of many of years. And if you've never seen this show before, well, this is the perfect place to start. That's right. Dude, LD&D. How did I not think D&D? I forgot it was in. I didn't even re Thanks for that, Fishy. God. Uh, that's a Proteus. You can throw that to Proteus. I'm not good oh. with letters. Oh. All right. Thanks, Proteus. Anyway, speaking of that, you're next. <laughs> what you got for us? 
Yeah. What's up? Uh, just so you guys know, if you are worried that you've like missed an episode once the campaign gets going, we will be putting cut down versions of every episode on YouTube the following week, including highlights and clips of some of our favorite moments and your favorite moments. So don't forget to clip anything that you find funny tonight. So one, we can share it in our short rest, but also so we can post it on the YouTube because you thought it was funny. So obviously the Internet will find it funny. Absolutely. And tonight we're playing ICRPG. All right, we'll be playing ICRPG for this campaign. I'm going to read the script. It is similar to D&D 5e with some changes, so no need to worry. You will be able to follow right along. And if you know nothing about either of those things, have no fear because we will be explaining as we play. Good, because I need it. I know. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Uh, Also, 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 merch store has been updated, guys. Merch store has been updated. There's already Love, Death, and Dice merch with the fantastic right above me. You see that logo right there? That beautiful fucking logo. That beautiful so masterpiece. It's so it's up there. There's t-shirts. There's hoodies. There's, there's, there's cups. There's shorts. There's things on the merch store. So you go check it out. Get yourself some Love, Death, and Dice official merch for this season i've already ordered my t-shirt uh i'm already on it and also their shorts those are two things that we've never had before so holographic stickers yeah go check them out yeah so get on it short last but not least connor what do you got for us buddy well i'm here to talk about our short rest we have officially named our breakdowns at the end of our stream short rest short rest we will be discussing our favorite moments, leveling up, watching clips from the night. And uh, if you're wondering where to post those clips in the Discord, you may have noticed there's no longer a clip channel. We still love when y'all make clips, so keep doing it. But now just throw them in the Love, Death, Death and Dice channel, and we will watch them during our short rests. Hell yeah. Ding. Ding! That's it, dude. Popcorn homework. That's the first time we've ever done that. I think we did. A, I think we did a fucking good job. That was pretty great. That was pretty fucking great. All right, guys. I'm so excited to get this campaign started. Chat, are y'all excited? Nick, Nick, thank you for making the dice roll. Everybody, roll some dice or spam some emotes in chat. Let us know that you're here. Let everyone on YouTube know that you're here. Look, we are going to get this shit started and i'm so excited we have a very awesome exposition video we're going to be showing you to get you into the mood to get you into the story it's gonna be fucking awesome all right so watch that bad boy and uh while it's running grab a snack all right have some fun do some things i'm also going to be running a name thing while the intro is running so if you have some ideas for some names keep a look at chat because i'm gonna pin it to the top so you'll be able to see what i'm looking for all right and we're gonna be doing that while we're in the intro and um yeah, it's time. Hi, Pizza of Death. Hi, everybody. Are you guys ready? Any final words before we get into character? Oh, Let's fucking go! Yes. Let's Last chance it. to say something out of character. Stinky. Ding. It's been 30 years since the mysterious heroes arose and banished the Mind Flayer colony back to the Astral Plane, saving the people of Mead Harbor. In those 30 years, the king of all Intoxica, Rufflecock, has defended his crown more than once. The last time this happened, a war raged amongst the realms and almost destroyed all that was once peaceful in our world and has since turned everything upside down. 
the Jarl and leader of Helmfirth, Rania Rook, a female dragonborn, believed Rufflecock not strong or smart enough to lead our great land, so she took up arms and amassed an army. At her side, Mead Harbor and its leader, Zidilak, the gnome, and his army of auto-gnomes. The king, of course, retaliated by calling upon all of the friends he had made over the years, including the Oakheart Kingdom, the Hippogiffs from the Astral Plane, the Firebeard Dwarven Clan, and an army of Warforged robots that were created just for this war. Many years passed during this war. Intoxicants picked sides and blood was shed all over the world. In the end, Rufflecock was victorious, leading his own army riding on a valiant steed into the last battle at Mead Harbor. The war was won, and Rania Rook was pushed back into the mountains of East Grip. But at a cost, our king, battle-scarred and worn, now lays in his deathbed in Stein Kingdom and awaits to crown his successor before he spills his last breath. Warforged now walk amongst the people of the realm, and without the war, they are lost and without a cause. They are wildly not accepted in most places, and intoxicants don't even accept them as people and constantly call them names wherever they can. The war and bloodshed also caused dragons to wake from their hundred-year slumber, and they rule the skies once again, raining down fire and brimstone on local farmsteads and towns. This has caused a majority of the worshippers of gods to be without churches or steeples, and most have lost faith. Even the mention of a god is replied to with a spat at your feet. The goblins, who have slowly been developing technologies like gunpowder and bombs and trade relationships, allowing them to gain independence and are wildly accepted in most major cities due to their trade and are now demanding sovereignty far south in Eradrum. Common Steel City, a city of the people. It is, by and large, the most civilized city in Intoxica. Yet civilized does not mean safe, nor does it mean easy to navigate. Common Steel is huge, with multiple districts and harbors for trade on the river that runs right through the middle. And after all this, Common Steel City stands strong, in large part due to its unrelenting loyalty of its people to the king. They await his decision of who will get the crown next, and all Jarls of all independent realms and cities, even factions and guild leaders, have thrown their hat in the ring to try and be the next true king. Some have even heard rumors of a dragon vault hidden somewhere in the central cheer, and have come to Common Steel City to try and search it out, in hopes that the gold they find there will help them win their way to the crown. But they aren't the only ones trying to find the Dragon Vault.
Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the first episode of LD&D. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you for your name suggestions. There are some really good ones in there. We're going to get to that in just a second. But just so you know, Pizza Death, we're going to have to save the greased griffin for like a fast food restaurant because that's really good. All right. Our story begins, guys. We're going to just we're just going to get right into this. That's what we're going to do. I feel like it's so much quieter all of a sudden. Here we go. As the curtain opens on our first episode, we see Common Steel City, of course. In the middle of spring, the moon is full and high in the sky, and the air feels crisp and warm. Torches and candle-lit street lamps light up the cobble and stone streets of Common Steel as the residents begin to settle in for the night. Now it gets louder. Then we see a tavern, but not just any tavern, a famous inn and tavern located in the North Ward of Common Steel City by the name of... There's too many good ones. Why have y'all done this to me? Why have you done this to me? You asked them to. I know. I asked them to do this. Let me turn you up, Connor. Maybe we should put up a oh. Maybe. Maybe. There we go. It was quiet because my headphones turned down. That's why. Hi, LB. By the name of... The Flail and Ale. Good job, Dan. I love that. I'm putting it in our lore right now. All right, not just any tavern, but a famous inn and tavern located in the North Ward of Common Steel City. This tavern is called the Flail in Ale. The place is a stone building with a slate roof and several chimneys. Most of the ground floor is taken up by the tavern's common room where adventurers and town folks of all sorts throw back drinks and tell stories of the day prior. This room also contains a huge open well in the center, a fully stocked bar, and multiple tables and fixins and back rooms, anything that you would find in a famous tavern. The inside is warm and full of laughter. And it sounds a little something like this. I would like each one of you now to roll me initiative. Not because we're going into a battle, but because we're gonna see who gets to go first. Oops. That happened really fast. Fishy got a 10, Connor got a 13, and Proteus got a three. So the way that this works in ICRPG, initiative anyway, which is kind of a benefit to us, the person who rolls the highest gets to go first, and then we go clockwise, seating order, moving forward. So just hope you're sitting next to someone who has really good rolls, all right? Just hope for that, because that's the way initiative's going to work. All right, so Connor, you, my friend, will be going first, and then Proteus, and then if it was battle, it would be me, and then back down to Bomblin. So Bomblin, you're last here. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah.
All right. As we zoom into the tavern, we see Reverend Raz sitting at a table. Across from Raz is an Azamar. This Azamar has long, draping white hair, very palish skin, and little wings tucked behind their back. Raz, you and this Azamar, as the scene opens up for the first time, are arguing about the rules of life and death. You see, this Azamar, which doesn't have a name yet, so chat, if you want to use name a thing and name this Azamar, feel free to do so. It is a female Azamar, and they follow Aswin, the goddess of moon. If you would be so helpful, Connor, to start us off by tell us, telling us how you're explaining to this Azamar why the god of death is better than the god of life. Well, you say, uh, god of death is absolute. And he only deals in absolute. Because when you're dead, you die. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, Listen, there's there's three Look. things that you have to do in life, all right? You have to be born, you have to take up space, and you have to die. Those are the only three things by the laws of nature that you have to do. And my god just happens to be the god of the one that you do at the end. And that's why I think he's the best one. They, uh, take a sip from their flagon. Slam it on the table. Look right at you. They hold up their hands real close to your face. And they're like, Listen to me, young man. The god of death has nothing on Aswin, the god of moon. She brings us life. She starts the life cycle. Your god ends it. So all this time we have here on this plane is given to us by the goddess of moon, Aswin. And that's why Aswin is better than Nedbraith. Flat out. Okay. Well, you know. It's not. It's, you, you, they're not better, okay? Because you can be benevolent and give them something. But it's only... True power comes from being able to take something like that away and keep it. So, I don't know. Up yours, lady. She, well, before you say that, she looks at you and she feels maybe you're making a point here. You can tell when you look at her that she looks down at her drink and swirls it a little bit. But maybe you're making a point. I want you to uh, make me a charisma check. There, Raz. And for those of you guys who are just following along at home, the target number in this very first scene is 12, as you can see by the number over here in the corner. The Dice Without Borders, that is our target number for all of our scenes. Give it to I us, have, Raz. Beat it. I have a plus two to charisma. Yes, sir. All right. Um, Eclipsis. Maybe Shadowheart? Hey, you know what? A oh, total God. eclipse of Shadowheart. Yeah. What is that? A three? Yeah, that's a three. Hmm. She takes another sip of her drink, puts it down, and looks at you and goes, I don't know. Giving gifts is better than taking them. So, you know, you're kind of the first 
follower of death that I've seen here in Common Steel in a long time. I know you frequent the um, Flail and Ale bar here, but you're the first one I've seen in a while. Reroll, edgy. Yeah, reroll, reroll, reroll. It changed. You're the first one I've seen in a while, and um, I'm just, I'm just curious. Um, what are you doing here in Common Steel? There's no Ned Braith churches here. Well, you see, I'm actually down in this area to uh, raise some funds to open up a church that uh, I've been in charge of opening up by my, uh, you know, main church. My my boss, Telemethy, said I had to do it, and uh, they're pretty cool, so I decided to come down here and spread the good word of Braith. Aslan points back at you. Then... The camera zooms out. <laughs> it's hard to follow death. <laughs> Hi, Jackster. Good time. Yay. Welcome in, Jackster. Hey, Edgy, you know what? You gave it a shot. We appreciate you for that. The camera zooms out. And across this lovely, bustling tavern, we go over the big well and zoom back down at a different table. And at this table, not only since Boblin, Boblin sitting there half-naked for some reason, which we'll get to in a second. But then we zoom over to T3, T-357. As you sit there with your hands on your chin, looking at a table across from you. As this elf-looking woman is eating turkey legs. And she takes a bite, and then she notices you staring at her. She's like, um, hello? Can I help you? Hello. I was just admiring how you intake sustenance. Can you describe the sensation? Um, to a warforged? God, why do they let people like you in here anyway? Um, well... Nerds, geeks, and freaks. A part of the couch, a part of the crew. Yay! My sub is legal now. Time for a drink. Because obviously I haven't been doing that all this time anyway. Cheers, Certifiable. Hey, buddy. Happy to have you back here. Excellent. Certifiable, we enjoy your presence. Yeah, man. Thank you for joining us. She looks at you and she's like... Nerds, geeks, and freaks. A part of the couch, a part of the crew. Certifiable gives it a sub to Jackster. Cheers. Cheers, Certifiable. Thank you, buddy. How industrious. And here's to here's a present to a new follower. Hey, a Jackster's been here a little while, but you know what? I still love you for that. Thank you so much. Um, she looks at you and she's like, so do you know the feeling whenever you oil your gears? Did you do that? Yes. At least twice a week. Right. Do you know... Do a non-something. Yay! Do you know... Whenever you do it too much, maybe you feel sick. Is that a thing? It gets a little difficult to move fluidly. Okay. Well, 
it's like that. Whenever you consume, you feel refreshed. Um, look, I'm not going to sit here and explain what eating is to a Warforged. I don't even know why they let you in this bar. The flail and ale is going downhill. And she turns a little bit towards the wall, looks back at you, and continues eating. you opportunity to say I anything else. I will continue to watch you consume. It is quite entertaining to watch your Damn it. She throws tea. down her turkey leg and she throws her chair back and walks out. She's like, I want to eat in private. God damn it. So long, fellow patron. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that in your backstory, uh, you like to watch people eat, so that's why I wanted to include this. Now, the camera zooms out once more, but instead it just turns around, that 70s show style, and it turns around to Bomblin, half-naked, sitting at a table, with, of course, a human sitting across from him, stubble on his face, black, scraggly hair. In his hand, and in front of him, holds Bomblin's clothes, and a pair of dice. Yes, your pants, Bomblin. Yeah. That's all you have left. And he looks at you and he's like, My well, pants buddy? is all I have left. Now I have everything else left. I wanted to, 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 to deal me in with the pants. Okay, I'll deal you in with the pants. What kind of, I mean, are those nice pants? They're brown pants. Mm-hmm. A nice... So, a brown? That's good. So whenever you uh, shit yourself from losing, you'll be fine. Actually, you won't, because I'm going to win those fucking pants from you. If I shit myself from losing, I... I'm i not wearing the pants. I know. Anyways. Yeah. Kill me in. All right. So uh, what we're going to do for this weird little homebrew segment here... <laughs> I'm going to make um, a low roll, high roll to see if you win your pants back. All right? Okay. Um, unless unless you want to roll against the target number, much like Raz had to do. I, uh, I mean, you're the, you make the rules. I True. just live them. True. We all live in this world. It is yeah, what we make it. I... All right, Bumblin. I want you... To roll against the target number. No uh, bonuses. Uh, sorry, my pants are on my mouse. Target yeah. number is 12. Hold on, let me check. Uh, am, I roll- what am, I, am I rolling charisma? Nope. You're just rolling luck, buddy. Just, just rolling. Yep. Rolling. Hit me with it. Hey, yeah. 17. He deals hey. out the cards. <laughs> you look down. You see... You got a full house. And he looks at you and he's like, Well, are you in or no? Of course I'm in. All right. Me too. Can I raise you a cloak? Uh, no. I don't want your cloak, but I'll take the pants. And I'll take the pants for one gold. He puts one single gold piece across the table. All right. I raise another pair of pants. No, I, I don't. I'm just reading chat. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't, 
Dude, I don't have any more pants to raise. Those are my only pants. <laughs> Not unless you want my underpants. No, thank you. All right, read him and weep. And he places them down. He's got two pair. Aha! Aha! You fool! Hey! Reverend Raz! I think this is the first time I've ever won! Hey! Now give me that gold coin! It's a full house! Read him and weep! Give me that coin! And give me my pants back, too! All That's right. great, Goblin! Thanks for not betting my pants! I don't wear any, but not thanks! This time. At least not again! I love that. Alright, you put your pants back on, my friend. Okay. Then, you three gather back up together at a table. Why did I switch scenes there? I meant to come here. You gather back up at a table, and you three sit together around a sturdy wooden table. All three of you know each other from one thing or another, and T357, being a newest member of this party, for those of you just tuning in, you work for the Legion, you've come here to basically babysit these two and make sure that they pay back their debt that is owed to the Legion. So, of course, you sit down around the table together. You sit around a sturdy wooden table lit by brightly burning candle. And it's littered with plates and cleared food and half-drank takers. The sounds of gamblers still happen off in the corner. Drunken adventurers singing body songs nearly drown out the off-key strums of a young bard a few tables over. As you three sit together, finish off your drinks and tell each other of tales, the noise is eclipsed and everything kind of comes to a halt. As someone shouts loud, You pig! You like killing me mates, does ya? Then, a seven-foot-tall half-orc is hit by a wild swinging punch from a male human whose shaved head is covered with eye-shaped tattoos. Two other humanoids stand behind him, ready to jump into the fray. The half-orc cracks her knuckles and then roars and leaps at the tattooed figure. But before you can see if blood is drawn, a crowd of spectators cluster around the brawl. And before they do, T357, you think you recognize this orc, this half-orc, for a second. Roll me a wisdom check to see if you see their face before they tackle this human. Mm -hmm. Holy shit, natural 20! Hey, and your first check of the campaign! Can we get some nat 20s in chat? Holy shit! You, that's awesome. That's fucking awesome. That's Congratulations. Luck. Mm -hmm. Does this mean you must really know that half orc? Say that again, T357. How, how close have you been to that half orc? True, it's huh? like your True. sister or something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> A mate? Could be. Does Say that this again. Mean Test. I gain a mastery point. It does. As in ICRPG, each time these guys roll a natural oh, 20, they get a mastery point. So at the top of this campaign, you get a mastery point. Once they get to 20, they get to master one of their skills. So beautiful. Damn it. The test is already ahead of us. First try. Yes, she is. I was ahead of you to begin with. I am kind of like your boss. 
Oh, no reason to get a little uh, high horsey there. Easy, uh, easy. Hold on, I gotta, We're all on the same side, right? I gotta reach. Yeah, why don't you this. climb down off your toaster before you start talking down to us, robot? Oh, oh, Reverend. You How can't many times do I have to tell you, Raz? Toaster is our word. All right. Yeah. Sorry. He's hey, not wrong. wrong. Well, are we going to see what this uh, hot lady yeah, orc was all about? Um, Roll20 decided to crash. That is weird. That's never happened to me before. Yeah. Mine crashed as well as soon as we started playing the video. Mine is also has crashed. All right, everybody, refresh Roll20. Quick, Jeez. play the sound, turkey. Mine's up. The technical difficulty song? Here we go. We're back. Yeah. We're back. Now, never get to use the song when things actually happen. <laughs> uh, rolling high on the cog. Yeah, so, T357, you recognize this half-orc, uh, this female half-orc, um, is uh, Stonefist, is her last name. But, of course, we don't have a first name yet. Chat. Use the name of thing command and give this half orc a first name, if you will. Their last name is Stonefist. All right. Um, they are a Legion mercenary. Specifically, they work for the Black Network here in Common Steel City. Um, and they get paid to protect other negotiators of the Black Network. Um, and you know them because they find the job super boring and like, like to pass the time by challenging other adventurers and people to arm wrestling contests and tends to get into a lot of brawls, even at the Legion itself, um, at the Black Network hideout. So you've seen them around. And uh, I'm trying to see at a natural 20 if there's anything else I can give you for this. Um, you also know that they might have some information um, about some other factions in the city because they speak rumors of them. Yeah. Um, their name is we've got two of them. We've got Jaxter and Gala. I like Silva. Their name is Silva Stonefist. Now, as this happens, a brawl begins breaking out and all of these spectators gather around here in the Flail and Ale Tavern. What do you guys do? Oops. Map. Y'all like maps? I give you map. Um, this person isn't there anymore. Oops. Here you guys are. It's your table. And up here in the corner is Silva Stonefist. What do you guys do? I can't even see where we are. Hold on. Oh. Just so you guys know at home, this is the first time that Turkey slapped us with a map on this system. So now we're all like, what is happening? And we, <laughs> we, 
We're, we're, I mean, honestly, I mean, look at him. We're not the smartest guys. I mean, we're figuring out. The my robot probably already got it figured out. But, uh. My map yeah. was super zoomed in, but now it looks super far away. Scroll wheel. Is there, is there a movement limit? Does... Uh, yeah, far, which in this system, I believe, is like 35, 50 feet. Let's move far. Would I be able to get which? How big is each one of these squares? Uh, about five feet. Oh fuck! So I can move like here. <laughs> sure, but in ICRPG, you can kind of get all the way across the room, but that would just be a far move. So you can get there, but you can't get there and do an action. Okay, I just uh, can I get there and talk? Yes. Talk is a free action. And we are in still in the same exact initiative order, so you would be going first here, Raz. Well, that's why I went. Well, I'm gonna walk over to the table. And be like. Whoops. Fellas, ladies, do you have a moment to talk about our Lord and Savior, Ned Braith? So uh, here's low-key what happens. Um, you push through the people that have all gathered around, and you say that, but amongst this crowd, your voice barely cracks out. They're, like, punching the shit out of each other. The other two are preparing to pounce on top of her, and you say, you have a moment to talk? And they're just beating the shit out of each other. I, I, I get, um, well, I mean, okay. I just... I'll wait until you're finished, and then I'll I'll tell you. Oh, and I have this too. There you go. Yep, it's the good old brawl. It's only good if somebody dies, but yep. I love this. All right imagination okay so what happens next as you walk up in technically um it is t357's turn t357 you know this person what do you do well if shouting will do no good over the sound i would like to help incapacitate other fighters in the brawl nice nice um so you are pretty far away but you can get right up to it just like, oops, with uh, what Raz did. So, feel free to move yourself. Yeah, fucking badass, you guys. Hey, look, I told you we're going to be using Roll20 this campaign, and we're all, this is a little bit of a learning curve for all of us, but I know once we get into this shit, it's going to be fucking badass. So, thank you guys for sticking with us on this, uh, but it's going to be epic. Let's scroll up so everyone else can see what's going on here. So, up here at the top, uh, we can see we've got the three fighters, and we've got Silva Stonefist right here, right next to Raz and uh, T357. So, now that you get over there, what do you do? Did you not say that I could not attack and move at the same time? True. You can move far. Yeah, that's true. It's true. All right. So. Then what happens is... Silva Stonefist punches the first guy in the face. We're doing some damage. Target number, 11. Silva Stonefist misses. The guy rebuttals with a three and misses. The other two jump on top of Silva. The first one, 
tries to punch her and misses with the five. The last one <laughs> tries to hunt her and misses with the two. They're all just flailing around each other like it ain't nobody's business. Look and a target number of 12. Shit just they're just missing each other. Flailing around like it ain't nobody's business. Bomblin, you see them over there. Super fucking schmammered. Yeah, 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 exactly. Guess they've been drinking a bit. Lots of misses, that's right. Bomblin, what do you do, my friend? I've got a. There's a big old dice in my way. Uh, I gotta, I I gotta go over to these these guys right here, and I just wanna like very casually walk up as they're like squaring off with each other and just break a bar stool over one of them's backs. <laughs> just not even in the fight. Just yeah, up. the ones that are not in the fight. Just a, it's a <laughs> random guy. All right, dude. Uh, I'm into that. Go on ahead and roll to hit. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, that's funny. <laughs> 16! 16! Um, okay, technically, this is a weapon, but I'm still going to treat this as a barstool. This is going to be a basic attack, but I will allow you to... Um, actually, 16 plus what? 3 on your strength? Yeah, this is still a basic attack, so you get to roll a d4 plus 1. Oh, I was supposed to roll strength with that? That was just a solid 16. Yeah, plus 3, that's 19. Yes, it's actually a 90. I oh, mean, yeah. it is a bar stool. Oh, yeah. So you hit. But it was very unexpected. So, I mean, yeah. I'm just trying to knock a guy out, to be honest. Hell, yeah. All right, so now roll me your damage, your basic, which is a D4 plus one. Two damage. Is the bar stool cracks and goes flying behind the bar. And the bartender looks up and he's like, hey, hey. Those are my bar stools! Bomblin? You gonna pay for that? Yeah, you know this guy will pay for it. He broke it. He turns around and looks at you and he's like, what the fuck, man? And he smashes the bottle on the counter. And he gets ready. Hell yeah, we're back to Rav. Rav? Raz? Well, this we'll fight, it started out as interesting, but I really need to tell you guys the word of break. Uh, I think I'm going to put an end to it. Um, I'm going ahead and using one of my spells. Oh! Oh! Magic! Oh. Magic! Magic! Can we, get some, can we get some magics in chat? Chat? Y'all want to hit us with some magics? Just give us some magics. I think you need to crop dust the area. Yeah, just walk around farting. What kind of magic are you going to use, Raz? Well, uh, I guess I'm just gonna do um, Arn's Hex. So what Arn's Hex does... Use Eldritch Words to rot a living target from within. The rot inflicts magic each round for 1d4 rounds. You're gonna kill this man. Well, just, Remember, just you're just giving people cancer again. I thought yeah, we were talking really, about really that. Okay, I'm bro. just gonna, you know, chant my little words, which is oh my god. And then I just touch him in the forehead, like boop, and he just starts turning brown from where I touched him. 
<laughs> Alright, so for 1d4 rounds, so I think you get to roll magic now, and it continues for 1d4 rounds. Gives them IBS. They start shitting their pants. So, you can flavor text that however you want, Raz. Just remember when, that. When I when I roll my magic, what am I using? Uh, your magic. The one that says magic. Very true. Um, but it is a d10 is magic damage plus two for you. So the right uh, side of the paper. So I can click the button like that. Ah. Yeah. So you deal three damage to him now. Does it say? 1d6 damage or does it say magic damage your hex it says magic nice okay so you do three uh, damage but there's to... plus two on my magic yeah. so that's actually a five that's a five yeah and so... now i roll a d4 yeah Let's see how many rounds it continues for four rounds, four rounds. <laughs> Jesus oh my fuck. god boop <laughs> <laughs> And he'd like, so what is the flavor text on this? How does it, how does he like, how does he feel? Well, the flavor text is for the Eldritch words, I'm basically just speaking demonic, just in whispers, you know, talking backwards and whatnot for like a couple seconds. And then I just, when I do actually touch him, I go boop and <laughs> just right on his forehead, little brown then, spot. Okay. Brown spot. And it, I'm assuming it in my mind when you touch him he feels like burning all over his skin like as the brown starts to spread and he's like ah ah guys a, a friendly bar fight man what ah ah you're gonna it's have to get chemo treatment next it. <laughs> jesus christ all right test what say you I would like to reach out to Iron Fist. Do you require my assistance? He looks back. She's on top of this dude, and she's like, Yeah, get that one! She turns around and starts, wants to punch the other one. Excellent. I would like to swipe the knees of that one. All right. Hell yeah. So are you going to use... A killing blow, or are you just going to punch him or kick him? Because there's a difference here. I heard the words friendly bar brawl. I assume I should not kill. Me too. Me too. All right. Let's do it. So just roll me a d20. This is going to be a strength to hit. You got to beat the target number of 12. Yeah, y'all. 14 plus one. It's a 15. All right, you hit. So now, roll me your basic to sweep the legs out from this guy. Um, and if you get high enough damage, I'll say that you also knock him prone. Is that a D4? Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> All right, it's only a one. So three damage. You kick him in the legs. He's like, ah, what the fuck? Mad. Mad. Do you say anything when you kick him? Hello, citizen. Are you partaking in a wonderful bar brawl? Uh, yeah. What? You just kicked me. I was instructed by my colleague that I should get that guy. You are that guy. Uh... And he just turns and he swings and tries to punch you. 
is his turn after all. Thirteen, which totally matches your AC. Yeah, he punches you. I know I'm excited about this. For three damage. Right in the face. That's a lot of damage. Yeah. Put you at seven. The one that you just cursed, Rav. Holds his forehead and he's like, what did you do to me, man? Fix it now. Fix it. I can fix it if you stop fighting. Uh, roll me a charisma check with advantage. I mean, an easy charisma check, because that's what it is in this system. It's not advantage, it's easy. So do I roll 2d20? What do you mean by easy? Just one. Easy means that it's three less than the current target number, so you only have to beat a nine. (laughs) Natural 20. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> First of all, mark a mastery point in chat. Can we get some natty 20s in chat, chat? What the fuck? That's two tonight already. Jesus. This guy Ryan. is very terrified of me. That's why this worked. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, man, look, um, I'll do whatever you want. Just make it stop, okay? Please make it stop, and I'll leave. I'll leave right it. now. Just give me a minute. I'll cook up something to get it to stop. All right, so I feel like this spell requires concentration. Um, and concentration basically means you're concentrating on it and you can stop at any time. Additionally, if someone were to hurt you while you're concentrating on something, you have to make a concentration check to continue I'm, concentrating. I'm not going to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> until until the next turn. Okay. Until but he's like, I all right. All right, but you can tell he just starts backing off towards the door like he's ready to leave. So actually, no, 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 no. don't don't leave. You gotta stay if you want if you want me to stop it. Well, you said to leave, man. No, 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 I didn't say leave. I just said stop fighting. There's a way to stop it. Uh, there's a way to stop it. Yeah. Okay. He stops where he is though. He's like, all right. Testicle, what's up, outsider? Thanks for joining us, buddy. All right. Um, lastly, Silva punches this guy one more time. His fist to the ground. Whoops. What was that first one? 19. That was a 19. Nice. She hits him right in the face. On the ground. Two damage. He hits her back. All right, natural 20. Meaning, when you get a natural 20 when dealing damage in this system, you get to do your ultimate, which is a d12. So they deal uh, d4 plus d12 damage. Back to her. So that's three plus four. That's seven. Now, it's Bomblin's turn. Bomblin, what say you? 20 mania today, dude. 20 mania. But you see how I didn't get excited about the enemies? 20, only for the players. I'm a man of the players. What can I say? Bomblin, what do you do? I would like to grab a beer bottle and then like break it over the bar right next to the guy that's standing next to me with the beer bottle. And I just want to start yelling at him like, you don't want to do this, man. It was a friendly bar brawl and you've gone too far. And I I want to try to convince him him to put down his broken beer bottle with a charisma check. All right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I rolled a one. 
That's a one. He's like, nah, man. Nah, man. I didn't let him go on his turn. So we're going to say that he was still intimidated a little bit, didn't know what he wanted to do. But now in this natural one, he knows for sure that he's going to strike you with this bottom. It's reroll now, everybody. It's reroll, not give a dice. Reroll. Exclamation point, reroll. Reroll. Yeah, yeah there survival. it is. First Thanks. one of the campaign. Let's Hooray. get it. I'm my horrible natural one. That's a 10. That does not count. Oh, a 10. Nope. He's, yeah. He's, he still doesn't know if he wants to strike you then, but did not convince him not to. Ah. Very, very badly. There you go. Ah. Um, it is a free action to talk. Is there something else you want to do? Okay. Ah, you're unreasonable then. Can I can I turn around and grab the other guy that's just standing next to the bar and then throw him on top of the guy that's on the ground? Yes. Great. The one that's not paying attention? Yeah, the one that's absolutely not paying attention. He's all staring at the other fight and just gets lifted up. All right. Contested strength roll, though. Alright. I got ah. a two. I got a two. I got a nineteen. I got a got a twenty-two. Alright. You pick him up and you're gonna go and shove him on the other guy. No, I would just throw him straight down on top of the other guy. <laughs> okay. So after the contested strength check, roll to throw him then. Roll to throw. This would be a dex check, because you're throwing a human. Ow. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, uh, so yeah, man. Pick up this man. Uh, yeah, you just throw him on the ground next to the other guy, and he's like, "What the fuck, man?" And he's like, "Ow, why no. did you do that?" And the bartender's like, like "Boblin, don't make me kick you out of the bar again, man. This isn't hey, cool." Friendly bar brawl. I mean, if you're in the bar, you're part of the brawl. Just wait, you're next. Improvised weapon take damage. Does the improvised weapon take damage? You mean the human? <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Does that guy take damage? Like at least the uh, one falling damage. Yeah, because you threw him on the ground. Roll me basic. Yeah, let's go. The improvised weapon takes damage from you throwing him to the ground. Yes. That's a it takes four. four damage. It's like, what the fuck, man? Jesus. All right, Rav. Raz, that's why, because this is named wrong. All right, Raz, what do you do, man? All right, so I have this guy in front of me. I'm going to say, look at look at me. I can get this to stop. Do you trust me? Do you trust me? I'll do anything you want. Okay. All right. What I need yeah. you to do, my son, is close your eyes. And I put my hands on his shoulders. He closes his eyes. And I, I, uh, I move him to my right. Hi, Forge Alor. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Forge Alor. Eddie's friend. Hey, you guys, make sure to follow Forge Alor. And thank you so much for hopping over to us, Forge Alor. Our episode one! Yeah, hey, Medic. Thanks so much for the follow. Welcome to the show, my friend. Hello. Yes, hello there. Oh, hello there. Um, all right, we're in the middle of battle, but we're here in our episode one of our brand new campaign, and we're in the middle of a bar fight. That's where we're at. And Raz is trying to convince someone of something. So you grab him by the shoulders and you move him. Yeah, I'm just moving him to the right a little bit. 
As to, do you trust me? Yes. All right. Just save me, man. So, if I'm not mistaken, on the map, Roll there's a giant initiative. fucking hole a new person in the floor, isn't the there? Hey, Rachel, come back. Thank you so much. Yeah, welcome here to the show, friend. Thanks so much for the follow. I believe I'm correct. After both of your guys' follows, which by the way, thank you so much. We only need one more to hit 2,000. So if anyone here in chat hasn't followed, you should. Cheers. Okay, let's go to the map, Raz. Quit being a bummer and follow. Yeah. I'm gonna go over here. Yeah, is that a giant gaping hole in the floor? Yeah. You're okay, right like well. This. Yeah. I watch plenty of those videos. <laughs> I said. I said you trust me, my son, right? He's like, yeah, man, I trust you. I, I completely trust you. And yeah, your eyes are closed, right? No peeping. My, my eyes are closed. <laughs> All right. Oh. What I need you to do to fix the curse is accept death into your heart. And then I push him into the hole. <laughs> All right, make me a strength. Make me a strength, beat a 12. Oh, I hope I beat a 12. Hey, you guys, what's up, Pallywags? Thank you so much for joining us. 19. <laughs> okay, do you push or do you kick? Because Certifiable said it in chat. Okay, push? yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, uh... I'll take my hands off his shoulders and I'll just fucking kick him in the chest. And for visual reference, everyone watching, Raz is barefoot. Yes. So you barefoot kick this man, and as you hey, kick him, he goes, hey, You better I watch your derogatory terms there, GM. Uh, Wait, bare, bare feet? Oh. Yeah, bare feet. Like That's our word. Bare feet? Bare feet is your word. We You're use like being... the word southern hands. Southern hands is what Raz is. Raz has naked feet. How about that? No, naked feet. he has gross human feet. Gross human Not feet. bear exactly. feet. Are yeah. you blind? Yeah. I'm the bear. He's you the, the human. Yes. Chess is a lovely robot. All right. Thank you. Bye. You human foot him. And as he's falling, he goes, I embrace death. De de falls down the hole and the bartender looks up and he goes did you just kick that patron down the well oh no no no, no. you see uh, he actually just joined my religion you know of Ned Braith we worship death and um so uh yeah I listen here buddy you will not be using the Flail Ale Inn as a place of your ritualistic sacrifices. Understood? It wasn't a ritualistic sacrifice. It was more well, just well, like you a just kicked thing. a man down a well to kill him in the it name of God. It was consensual. It was consensual. Doesn't matter if it was consensual. It was still a sacrifice to death. It was a sacrifice. You will sake. not use my inn as a place of ritualistic sacrifice. Or you uh, and Bomblin are out. Oh, sorry, sorry, sir. Uh, m many, many sorries, many sorries. I don't give a fuck. But yeah. Hmm. He eyeballs you. Sacrificial semantics. Nude feet. He peeked. He shouldn't have peeked. All right. Last but not least, 
Let's uh, head over to our map here real quick. Uh, this man is gone. Down the hole. <laughs> I'd like to think he's still alive down there. Just, ow! There's <laughs> <laughs> somewhere down there. Uh, this one's on the ground. He's bombling through them. We're updating the map here. Um, and you just got punched in the face by this guy. Test. And it's your go. Excellent. I would like to punch oh. him back. Nice. All right, let's do it. That's what I can do. But I would like to aim for their groin. <laughs> oh, it's fucked. Okay, roll to hit. Uh, Rachel said, well, maybe you shouldn't have a giant gaping well in the middle of your tavern. <laughs> no shit, huh? Oh, that's a six, which is a miss. So you try to punch him right in his dick, and he goes, Ah! What the hell? Reroll. Oh. I already certified. Oh. <laughs> you are a wonderful human. You will be spared in the robot uprising. <laughs> but it really ties the tavern together. Oh, no, that's only a five. Perfect. Hey! Powerful magic advantage for improvised tactics, which means you get to roll again and take the higher roll. Oh, fantastic. Let's get it. Certifiable's got your back today. That's a two. So you keep the five. Careful, Certifiable. There's a zipper back there. <laughs> That's what Some rugs people are for. find the zipper appealing. <laughs> All right, so you try to punch him in his dick, and he's like, hey! Friendly bar fight. You go and punch me right in the nads? This is not okay. I am just trying to aim for a vulnerable yet non-lethal spot to take you out of the bar brawl. Well, yeah, it is a vulnerable spot, but it's definitely lethal. I'm, I'm trying to have kids, you know? That is only lethal to future humans. Well, fine. Not how, do you, how, how do you like it? And he tries to punch you in your robot crotch. <laughs> he got a 19. Ping. Right in the vibrator. <laughs> right in the vibrator. I imagine oh, he hurt For his knuckles. Four fucking damage, dude. Holy Jesus. Oh, that puts you down to you three. You're brass knuckles. You dented my, my cooter. <laughs> my robot cooter. Oh no. Oh no, you dented her oil plug. Ha ha Actually, first we're gonna do with Silva. We're gonna see if Silva makes it out of this. She gets to strike first. The 12, she finally lands a hit. She swings hard at this man for four damage, knocking him out on the ground. And he like, Ugh. she stands up, looks behind her and sees the chaos happening. Just as the patron you threw on the floor, Bomblin, begins to stand up. Both He's of them talking about directly both at of you. them? Yeah. Uh, they look both at you. The one with the bottle, like, looks at the other one who just stood up. He's like, skip this asshole. Yeah. Oh no, don't yeah. throw me at the bartender across the bar. 
attempt to, to wake me a, a charisma check? Fourteen. They look at each other like, yeah, yeah, and they both grab you by your arms, yeah. and they're gonna chuck no! you over the bar at the bartender. Um, I would say contested strength check if you don't want to be thrown, but they're no, both. No, I, want, I their, want to be thrown. They're both gonna roll their d20s. We're gonna add them together. That's a ten, and that's a twelve. So twenty-two. They throw you over the bar, and you slide down and fall on top of the bartender who. By the way, is a human with black beard and black scraggly hair, and he's got kind of messed up clothes a little bit, and you land on top of him, and he's like, ah, God, what the hell, Bomblin? What the hell? Um, and you and him are going to take one damage. He broke your fall. Dented Cooter is my country dubstep mashup band name. <laughs> Dented cooter. Well, they tried. Ha ha ha. Yeah, you land on top of the, to me? the bartender, and he looks at you. He says that, yeah, now it's your turn. Great. While I'm on top of the bartender, I would like to try and pick, pickpocket him for his, his gold sack. He keeps it in a fanny pack on his back. I landed perfectly on top of him, so I'm just going to try and pickpocket him as I go to stand up. Okay. Roll me a uh, dexterity, there, Bumblin. Wow, it's nine. not good enough. Nine plus one is a ten, which does this not. This will meet ruin our my whole plan. I need help. He sees your hand. I don't usually like asking for. And his fanny pack. He slaps your hand. and He's like, Bumblin, that's three strikes, man. You're the hell out of here yeah. for a whole day. You're out of here. Damn it. That's it. That was your action. Now, Raz, there is one enemy left that just punched Test in the cooter. As well as the commoners that Bomblin's fighting. If you want to do anything with them, uh, what do you do? Well, I mean, I gotta finish the bra so I can tell him about God and shit. So, uh, I guess I'll just walk up to the last guy that's uh, swinging wildly and I'll go ahead and backhand him with my good book. Book slap. I love that. Oh, yeah. Roll me strength, buddy. Let's do it. Oh, that's Four. not very good. He's like, hey! Hey! He dodges out the way. Hey! Don't you punch me with no good book. Don't you do that. Oh, you think it's a good book? Yes. Are you a follower of death? Uh, I mean, I've read it. Oh! Well, that's more Re-roll. than most people. Hold on, I'm a, I'm about to hit you again. <laughs> <laughs> and you do, you hit him. Roll me one d four, basic damage. <laughs> it finally worked. Yeah, it did. One plus one is two. You knock him out with your book. <laughs> He's like, I read the book. <laughs> he falls down. Oh man. Now. Uh, oh man, I finally got someone to talk to you about the good book. The battle is over. The bartender, whom needs a name? <laughs> Chat, if you would like to name the bartender, please do. But Silva, 
stands up, walks over to you, Test, and Silva's like, well, in the name of the Legion, well met. Uh, what was your name again? My name is T-357, colloquially known as Test. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Test, Test, that's uh, right. You're the, the assassination. You were, right? You were in the assassination part of the Legion, then, like, you messed up. Now they've got you on babysitting duty. Yes, it would be the one in the cloak and the bear. Hmm, hmm. Mm, yeah, the cloak and the bear. Yeah, well, they look like fascinating people. Look, thank you so much for your help uh, against this bar fight. Wasn't there three guys here? Where'd the third guy go? Oh, he embraced death fully. He was so ready to join my religion, he just couldn't wait. And you could say that he, uh, he leaped for it. Leaped for they it. They kicked him down the hole. The well? The, the well in the center of, of the flail ale. Right here. Yeah. Get, you know where that leads? Uh, probably to the bottom of a well. It's not really a well. It's like some weird kind of, I don't know. It used to be like some kind of like, like tower thing. I don't know. And they built like around it. It like sunk down in the ground. It's crazy. I mean, like, why the fuck would they just have a well in the middle of the tavern? You know what I mean? I don't know. It seems kind of dangerous, but I like it. A little bit, yeah. It's just. Hey, I mean, would you like rumors. to join my religion? No, thanks, man. No, thanks. Um, I, I got. I won't take you down a well. Some people to go defend. Yeah, Be I don't believe that. Be careful with this one. He's a little bit of a bigot. Yeah, yeah. I, I prefer the the term robophobic. All right. Robophobic. Right, right, right. That doesn't um, make it better. I mean, like uh, me too. Like, why are Warforged here anyway? I don't really. Anyways, yeah, humans, am I right? I'll see you Awful back at the people. the Black Network, and they begin to leave. And then we got to name a thing for the bartender. All right, look, I've been picking all the names tonight, so we're gonna go left to right for tonight. And the first one, uh, so that's obviously Bomblin. What's your favorite name? What do you want to pick for the bartender? Yeah. 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 I like uh Taku Takula whatever game I can't I can't bear right now. Ow. What is happening? Am I having a stroke? I think it's tequila. Oh. Tequila. 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 Killer. I'm writing it down in the lore. All right. Build a floor over it, right? Tequila comes up to you, Bomblin. He's like, Look, man, you're losing all these bets. You're getting into fights. You're breaking my bar stools. You're hurting my people. And you look over and they're just like in pain standing there. He's like, You're trying to rob me? I'm going to give you one no. more shot. And then you're kicked the fuck out of the flail and ale, alright? Alright, alright. I'm sorry, you know. Times are tough out here. I'm trying uh -huh. to build a church. Uh-huh. 
So building a church means you need to break bar stools and try and rob me? Yeah. Well, maybe not in Burnley, but it will help us along the way. Not unless you just want to hand over your establishment to build a church of grace. I'm sure Reverend Raz likes the good old pit of death right in the center. I do kind of like it, but here's the thing. Listen, money's Mm. good, but you know what really builds a church? Community. And I think we can all come together and find a really good place of worship here. And it'd probably get me out of your bar. I know you don't like me hanging out in here. Yeah. Sorry, sorry I killed that guy earlier. Yeah. I, I know that I probably told you. Turned... No ritualistic sacrifices here in the flail nail. It's on the it wall. Wasn't. And he points. It says, <laughs> no ritualistic sacrifices. And it looks like there's someone trying to kick someone down the well. There's like a little image of it. It's just an image of Reverend Raz kicking somebody down the well with like a big circle with a cross through it. Yeah, he's like, look! <laughs> it's literally Sorry, you. I broke your one rule. My bad. Listen, it's... See, your bar rules and my religion are really similar. You know, you have your one rule, and I have my one rule, which is everything dies, so that's like the mm-hmm, only thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, As you guys are talking amongst yourselves you hear uh <clears throat> and there's like a fancy dressed man standing behind the three of you and he kind of fixes his tie and he's got this huge orange <sighs> mustache like ginger and he's wearing a really nice hat and he has like a pen and paper and he looks at you three and he's like well Good to see all of you. (laughs) um, You guys look like some very talented adventurers. Is this correct? Uh, Talented's a strong word. Well, the way that you dealt with... I have more of a hired gun. Ah, well, that's good news then, anyway. The way that you dealt with these, um, how do you say, patrons... Of the flailing ale is uh it's very good very talented and me in the corner i sit i watch it's very nice my name they call me mr thornberry i don't have a first name like, mr sticky buns i might change it to mr sticky buns i was gonna tell chat go on ahead and use name a thing to give this man a first name but his last name will be thornberry He's got a beautiful big mustache. He's holding a piece of paper. I'll be so upset if none of you guys suggest Nigel. My name is Mr. Thornberry, you see. I uh, wander. I write and sell books on monsters and places. I'm here in Common Steel, uh, well, for my own business. But, you see, I'm in the need of adventurers like yourselves. You have proved yourselves in this bar fight. And I now am ready to hire you. Watch out! He's wild! That's right. Um, so, um, as he says that, we're going to let this name of thing continue. And we are going to take our first break of the night. We went a little bit over. But you know what? We're having fun. Um, so, before we do that, we're also going to do a thumbnail pose. The first one of the campaign. It's a thumbnail pose, y'all. You excited? I'm excited. Y'all got anything in mind? Watch out. He's wild. We got Mikey.
Mikey Sticky Buns. Thornberry Sticky Buns Thornberry. <laughs> I like That's Sticky there. Buns as a first name. That's fucking funny as shit. Maybe we'll go with that. But first, thumbnail pose time. Yeah, so what this is, chat, if you're just tuning in for the first time ever, um, you can throw out random poses into chat, and these guys will do their best to interpret it however the hell they want, and they'll pose as that thing. And then you can take screenshots of them and post them down in our Discord or on social media for all of us to have some fun with and Photoshop them into weird places doing weird stuff. And you could also screenshot these here at the beginning, and you can make weird Photoshops with them and submit the Photoshops in the Discord for us to review during our short rest toward the end of stream um test out your photoshop or your art skills and uh, we will check it out towards the end of stream so if you have any suggestions go on ahead and throw them into chat um, but for me you guys this is kind of one of the first ones ever so i would really want you guys just to pose as best you could to show off your character personalities however you think that is all right but some suggestions for chat you've got like titanic you know ymca the anime pose, you know what I mean? Anything like that. Um, and try, if you can, see the screen in front of you. Try to keep yourself separated as best as possible so we can um, Photoshop you individually and all that stuff. Make sure there's green in between each other. And do us a dango pose. Rodius. Nice. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right, second one. From Certifiable Nerd, pose. Iconic move in the last fight. Oh, this was like a... Uh, uh, are you actually barefoot right now? Uh, I can be. Yeah, flip off that shoe. You should, like, kick uh, one of these two in the chest or, like, pretend like you're going to. Can you hold your leg up? Oh, man. I don't know. You guys are going to have to be Johnny on the spot with the screen cap. Who's Johnny? I don't know. I'm kicking Boblin, though. All right. You just stand in the back with a wild face on, Rodius. Here we go, Bomblin. Hold on, let me move you this way, Bomblin. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, we tried. We tried, we tried. Good job, y'all. Um, we will be right back, everybody, so don't go anywhere. Uh, bare, feet. Uh, bare feet is against TOS if they're sexualized in any way on stream. We actually learned that. So just showing them is fine as long as you're not sexualizing Human the feet. feet. Yeah. Human, Human feet, not season. bare feet. Yes, Human yes, yes. Feet. It's yeah. not against TOS because they're not my feet. I have bare feet. Yes, human feet. Right, right, right. Um, okay, so we're going to take a short break, everybody, and we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody, to the first ever episode of Love, Death, and Dice, or LDND, right here on the Grouch Couch. This is our first episode. I'm your lovely Dungeon Master of the Night, Turkey, and I'm here with Proteus, Connor, and Fishy. We're here in our second act of the show. Thank you all so much, so much for joining us and still being here and being awesome. We, this is, we're just, I'm so happy to be here tonight, so thank you so much for joining us. Um, hi, Suni. What's up, dude? Hey. Yeah, dude. 36 months and he also subbed while we were on break so 37 cheers suny thank you so much for being here buddy cheers man mm -hmm. 37 sweet months of noting suny mahara yay boy <laughs> that's right that's right i wonder if i can drink through this thing i'm gonna try oh it's yeah, like water 
Uh, yeah, that was just gonna be moist the whole seat, the whole rest of it. The entire time. Oh God, no, no. If you believe you can do anything, that's right. All right, as we last left off, our three heroes got into a big bar fight in the formerly named by chat Flail and Ale Tavern, the one of the most famous taverns this side of Intoxica, right here in the north ward of Common Steel City. Our three heroes managed to defuse the fight one way or another helping their fellow Legion friend, Silva Stonefist. After the fight was over, they got into a small argument with the bartender, um, which I did write down his name too, uh, Tequila, the bartender, and were approached by Mr. Thornberry, who says that he might have a quest for them. And we did get some suggestions here in chat um, for Bjorn Thornberry, Barry Thornberry, Bear Lee Thornberry, and the other one was... Sticky Buns Thornberry. And because I said it earlier, we're going to let Connor pick the first name of Mr. Thornberry before we continue. I really like Sticky Buns, just so you know. Uh, too bad, because I like Barry Thornberry. Okay. Jesus Christ. Barry Thornberry. So now, we return this Barry Thornberry. Um invites you guys to come and sit with him at a table because he has a opportunity for you. He says, Yes, well, you see, I, Mr. Barry Thornberry, have um, a problem and I'm looking for someone who is willing to push the limits to help me with my problem, you see. And being that you just fucking kicked that man down into the well of nothing here in the middle of the flail and ale and I think maybe you'd be the ones to help. So if you agree... As, as one be... does when trying to convert somebody to their religion. Right, 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 right. Yeah, something like that. Well, if you agree, I'll be over here at this table. Feel free to speak amongst yourselves and meet me over there. We can talk. And he uh, fixes his mustache adjusts his floppy hat, tightens his scarf, and turns and walks over to the table. Well, you guys can talk. I'm going to go talk to him. <laughs> okay. Test as long as he is paying well, I don't see a problem with helping. You do I have a substantial like this is gonna be a helping type of quest. Nor was Help. you... Nor was you helping by throwing another bar patron. I, I don't see a problem. I threw him so they would throw me so I could rob the bar, but, uh... That didn't work out. Well, I suppose we should talk to the pistachioed man. Yes, we shall go talk to the pistachio man. All right. You guys walk over and sit at the table next to him. And he, once again, fixes his mustache. And he goes, once again, Barry Thornberry, a chronicler, wizard, and of course, a celebrity. At your service. <laughs> yeah. I trust you've noted uh, the violence in our city recently, uh, as of late. You're welcome. 
Uh, yes, these past ten days, there's been a lot happening here. Uh, but I haven't seen so much bloodshed since my last visit to Oakheart. It was, uh, you know, something crazy. And now I fear, amongst all of this violence in the town of Common Steel, I have um, misplaced my friend. Uh, a friend that uh, I do hold dear. And what is this friend's name? Well, my friend's name is Tony. Uh, he's got, uh, you know, more beauty than brains. He's real, real nice, uh, real, real kind of guy. And, and I worry he took a bad way. Took a bad way home a couple nights ago, and I, you know, he could have been kidnapped or even worse. Look, that's the deal. If you three agree to track down my friend Tony, and you do it with haste, I can offer you a lot of gold. For now. You see, I have something else in the works that I may be able to give to you as long as you do it fast enough. And, uh, let's just say... I've been recently in the market for property. But for so now... So we just gotta go kidnap your friend and you'll pay us? Yes. I'll give you ten gold apiece. That's all I can pay for now. Uh, but if you find my friend I quick enough... I thought you said a lot of gold. Well, ten dragons is nothing to shake a hat at, you know. Being that our city does deal in copper and silver, you know, ten gold, that's like... Hundred dollars, yeah, IRL, a piece. That still won't even buy you groceries. Hey, not nowadays. No, will not. Hey, preach, my friend, preach. Uh, anyways, did you, you say something me. about preaching? Fifteen a piece. Oh, you want to do fifteen? Uh, roll me a charisma save there, T three five seven. Do it. I will do my best. Yeah. If I had a nickel for every time I saw a character in a D&D actual play show that reminded me of Nigel Thornberry and I have two nickels, and that's a lot. <laughs> but being that it's happened twice, it's something to take note of. You know what? I agree. I fucking agree. Oh, my goodness. You only got a three. He's like, no, I think ten will do fine. But here's the deal. If you manage to get my friend back fast enough, and I still have this thing I've been working on, I maybe I'll just give it to you instead. And you can kind of deal with it as it is. Uh, but let's just say it's worth way more than 30 gold dragons, all right? All right, Fine, so... But you must give us more than your friend's name to go with, to locate them. Right, right. So, I'm, um, kind of embarrassed to admit, but, you know, first let me explain my friend. You see, he's very handsome. He's a handsome male in his early 30s. He's got wavy, beautiful red hair, reddish blonde kind of hair. Uh, he was dressed uh, in princely garb when I last saw him, you know, two nights ago before he disappeared. I was uh, drinking and merrymaking at the skewered dragon down in, you know, the other side of Common Steel, a body tavern in the dock ward. Uh, I recommend that you start there. And I am embarrassed to say that I may have gotten my friend in trouble. And, uh, you know, I, uh, don't know want to say a lot about what happened the night where we drank too much, but I know I did leave before him. And the next day, he was just gone. So, hopefully, he's somewhere. So I would go to the dock ward, maybe look around, maybe there's some signs of violence on my friend. 
Well, okay. If that's all you need and we can kickstart our fun for the new church, then, yeah, that's great. But there's one question I have for you. Yes. Would you willing to be a follower of our new community of death? <sighs> community of death, you say? Well, I, I've been writing books about monsters and religion and other kinds of stuff. And, um, you know, tell me about your, your death situation. Maybe I'll put it in my next book. Well, the great thing about our religion is there's only one rule. Uh, only one rule. That everything has to die. Not right now. Or, you know, a month from now. But it just has to, eventually. That's the what only made you at the docks, Reverend? I, yeah, this is never gonna end. Yeah. What made you at the docks, buddy? So, you know, all that other stuff on the table is, is on the oh, table. That oh, other religion excludes you from premarital sex, murder, uh, you know, friggin'. You can do pretty much whatever you want as long as you die at the end. Now, mm. our one thing that we hate is those yeah. goddamn immortals. They're oh. a mockery. Of the death, like oh, you know, vampires, the, the vampires, the demons, demons, angels, all the other gods. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, what about your god himself? Is he immortal? Reverend. Do you, do you hate him? No. Reverend. Oh, Ned Bright is immortal. Reverend, we got a god. Yeah. Huh. He's, he's this ethereal being that goes around and travels Reverend. people's soul to the oh, really? other other realm. So hold on, I'm, I'm not working. I'm not working. Right. And let's get the show on the road. Okay, looks like you're a friend you have of the world. I tell you what. Uh, what was your name again? Raz. Raz. Reverend Raz. You, when you save my friend, you come. You tell me more about it. Maybe I'll put it in a book. Cause me, Barry Thornberry, I uh, I write books. I'm famous book writer here in these parts. So you, tell me more about this Ned Brave when you return. And cheers. And good luck. Cheers. <gasps> that one guy at the party. We need that fucking meme of that dude. Like, oh shit, Nikki hitting us hot with it. Oh, um, that meme of that dude talking to that girl at the party. It's like whenever she asks about death, and it's just fucking Raz. Like, that's what we need. All right, Raz, you get to do a crotch speech about it now. Um, now don't talk for too long. But here you go, buddy. Stand up on some. Give us a little speech. What you got? Okay. Well. Let me tell you about this religion right here. Yeah. Well, as you guys already know from the conversation I just had from the weird mustache man, uh, there's only one rule, is that everything dies, and you have to accept that everything dies. The one thing that we hate, as you already know, is, you know, things that are immortal, things that can't die. We don't like that shit very much, because it really doesn't follow the whole mantra of, you know, die. So... Uh, it's a pretty free religion. You can do whatever you want. Um, fuck whoever you want. And you can say whatever you want. So it's no, no constraints, really. You just have to believe in death itself, and it's incarnate, and that it's going to happen to everything. Fair enough, buddy. Fair enough. Can we get some cheers in chat for Raz doing his crotch speech, y'all? Doing his crotch speech. Hell Look, yeah. It kind of feels like an anti-religion. Because it's like do whatever kind of religion. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see here. We're gonna go with. I didn't get anything new, but we're gonna go with. Uh. Uh. Stand. Give us a speech. Oh no. Couch coin. Oh no. The commands are. Hitting off. Talk more about that religion, Raz. 
<laughs> uh, who's the couch corn for, Sony? Goblin, would you like to see the afterlife right now? Pray, pray. listening to this speech. Raz, all right, Raz. You I would if they didn't just send me right back here to protect him anyways. So, uh, as far as the religion goes, we do have uh, a uh, hierarchy of priests. I was sent here to this town by my uh, head priest, Telemethy. Uh, they, they're kind of mean to me, but I, they did teach me everything that I know about the religion, and they're kind of a, a guidance that I have. Um, but the main thing is that they're a higher rank than me. Um, and they told me to come down here and start this sect down here. A lot of people think that my religion's a cult, but it's really not like that, man. There's no, like, Kool-Aid or anything you have to drink. It's more just like... You know, you accept death into your heart, and you know that in the end, you have your one truth that everything dies. Fair. Fair. All right. But down. I have enough to do four more of these. Don't, please. At least spread them out a little bit. Spread them out a little bit. That'll do. Looks like uh, Tess went into standby mode. If that's a compliment or not, that crotch does make me want to die. <laughs> I love that. Good. Uh, hey, yes, yes. <laughs> power up. Come on now. We're leaving. All right. You got that? Yeah, we're moving now. So yeah, we walk our way all the way down to come and steal docks. All right. Yeah. So, as you guys are leaving, you walk out into the city. You see the full moon in the sky. The air hits you. It's fresh, nice. The place is fairly quiet as you walk. You can hear the flaps and flips of your bare feet on the stone floor, because I believe all of you are barefoot this campaign. Nope, nope. Bare feet. Human feet. Naked feet? Bucket feet. Just wanted to see how long he could go for. That's fair. Oh, yeah. Now, so it's just like a ting, ting, ting is... Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Oh. Mm-hmm. It is no worse you... than someone wearing a, a armored suit. True. You walk through the north ward of Common Steel, all the way to the dock ward on the edge of the river. As you turn the corner, you find yourselves on a street that has been kind of cordoned off by the Knight's Acquisition, the King's Acquisition. As you look forward, you can see lying on the cobblestones are about half a dozen corpses, seemingly the victims of some kind of terrible, terrible skirmish. You can see the King's Acquisition officers have disarmed and arrested three completely blood-drenched humans and are in the midst of questioning these witnesses. As you walk out, you can hear one of the officers pushing people by, saying, Get on! Get on! Nothing to see here! Nothing to see here! Hey, Reverend, now would be a good time to distract them guards. I'm going to go and pickpocket all the dead bodies and maybe grab a snack. Mm. What do you mean distract? I was just going to go talk to him about religion. Uh, yeah. And as you get yeah. closer, test, you see a mark on each one of the three men being arrested. Amongst the blood on their neck, you see a tattoo 
of a green snake in a shield, which is the mark of the Black Network here in Common Steel. All three of them, hands behind their backs, in shackles. Now, what do you guys do? <laughs> you got it. Not gotta to be a dunce, but is the Black Network the Legion? Yeah, so the Black Network is this Common Steel's section of the Legion. It's ran by the old TPK League, um, leader, of course, Narcissus Gloomingdale. Um, and they all wear this mark on their neck. So people know which part of the Legion they're from. Shoeless. That's good, Rachel. Shoeless is good. So, as you three stand there, what do you do? Just tell me. Oh, and also, oh, well, um, I, um, I, I'm going to go talk before, to the guards. Before we continue, I forgot. New system, new rules. Everyone roll me initiative. This is a new scene, boys and girls. It's initiative time. Let's do it. Better say, slay them. Shooters I got a seven. Seven Whack. for fishy. For Who's fishy? I don't know, Bomblin. Who's that? You're making me angry. Eight for T357. And 11 for Raz. I think we got Raz... these bad rolls out of the way. Yeah. Raz is going first this time around, but because Raz got to go first last time as well, we're going to go counterclockwise. How about that? So, Raz, you're first. We're going counterclockwise, so Bomblin, you're next. Raz, what do you do? Well, I'd like to go up to uh, the gentleman guards and uh, introduce myself. Good evening. Good hey, sir. Get on, get on. Wait, Nothing wait, to wait. see here. Nothing I have something here. that might interest you. I don't care about what you're doing. I just would like to intrigue God. you. Everyone wants to impress the king's acquisition. Yes, look. Took me years to get to this position. But if you want in, you're gonna have to sign up like everyone else, alright? Now no, get no. on. No, sir, I wouldn't like to join. I would actually like you to join me in faith. Faith. Yes. Ain't nobody around here really believing in faith since them dragons burned down all them churches, eh? Yeah, that is tough, and it kind of sucks, but my religion makes all of that better. Does it? Oh, yeah. You see, once you accept death into your heart and you know it to be true, everything else around you just melts away and right. your anxiety and depression fade. So, like... The six blokes right here behind me, the dead, right? Yeah. The dead guys. Right, so your yeah. religion, what you gonna do then, Mr. S Mr. Skullface man, death cult guy? What you gonna do for these six dead guys, huh? You got something uh, to say? I'm not gonna do anything for that. I think it's great that they're dead. Ah. All right. Yeah. Sweet. All right, well... Would you like to see a trick? Oh, uh, yeah? Sure, you got something for your cult you're going to show me? I guess. Um, I I would... Uh, I'm going to go up to the, the dead bodies. Hey, 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 hey. Step back. Wait, wait, wait. This is going to be a cool trick. No this is what my faith scene. has allowed me to do. 
Do your cool trick from over here. Unless you want to tell me what it is, then maybe I'll let you buy him. All right? It's a great power that was bestowed upon me by Ned Braith himself, the god of death. I uh, don't know if I trust you. Go on ahead, roll me a charisma save. See if he lets you through. Bomblin, what were you whispering? What do you want to do? Oh, well, damn it. I was trying to tell Forge of Lore that I have eyeballs. I, I see from my eyeballs. Yeah. Uh, but to, to to be fair, I can't I can't really see. It's just kind of big, little oh. little fatty bit. But but I would like to be uh sneaky. Is he? Okay. Is, is Reverend Raz got them distracted enough and pulled away enough from the dead he bodies just for me? Completely failed his check. Ah, oh. he got a two. Completely unless, failed. Unless, but unless you failed your check to convince him to let you get closer. You can try something else though. Okay. Uh, how far away would you say Tess and Boblin are? Where are you guys in this scene? If we picture the scene in like a circle in the middle of the street and Raz is right in front, where are you guys? I hope you come back. Towards the shadows to not be seen. Very far away, I hope. A little bit, but I have to get close enough to that to steal stuff. Oh, you will be able to. Eventually. They don't need it anymore. I am also oh. in the shadows. All right. All right. Would you two like to make me a stealth roll? This would be dexterity. Let's see if you guys are hidden. Um, and Nikki, wait to roll, Raz. Let these two guys go first. But Nikki, coming in late, but coming in hot with that re-roll. That's an 8 for Proteus. That's a 10 for Bomblin. You guys have dexterity bonuses? Well, I guess at 11. I might. Damn it. There's a bird giving away our position. Shut up, stupid bird! Shut up, bird. Yeah, my bird's going hot right now. Uh, well, I failed again. Yeah, and Raz got a four. Uh, I don't even know what you were... Oh, you're just re-rolling the other one, so that's cool. One second. So we uh, failed our stealth rolls. The stupid bird gave us away. Tess, what's your plan? What are you doing? I was going to try and track down where they were taking fellow members of my group. Oh, so we're not trying to save these guys? Tess? I that's, not mean, that's not what I was trying to do. I know the you're people not on the ground are already dead. Well, yeah, I'm trying but not to follow the, the Legion who are arrested. Ah. Okay. I missed that. So, I guess, but... I guess... Raz, you still fail your persuasion roll to get closer. All right. And... All right, sir. I see you don't want anything to do with my faith. I'm sorry for bothering you. A Bomb thousand apologies. Test. A thousand apologies. I will move on. You guys are in the shadows a little bit, but... He still sees you, and he's like, Hey, I can see you over there. You ain't hidden. I imagine it's like uh, a bear trying to stand on the other side of the wall, but my belly's too big. 
And you could just like see my belly and my snoot. And I'm just like, ah, oh, damn it. Yeah, hell yeah. I see you over there. I'm gonna walk up to the guards and I'm just gonna be like, hey guys. Uh, hey. What do you guys Look. do with the dead things afterwards? Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Well, uh, it's not really none of your business there, Bearkin. Ain't you all dead? Um, uh, maybe. Yeah, you're all gone. Anyways, none of your business. We gotta do a full investigation. We're gonna take these bodies. We're gonna take them right up to the North Ward. Alright, we've got some iron heads who are gonna be taken after these bodies. But look, it ain't none of your business. Why am I even telling you? Huh. Alright, I've just gotta walk past him like the way he's been chewing us the whole time. Alright. Continue on then. Sadly. Yeah, you've all failed your checks. And last T357 wants to do something. You're last here in initiative order. Excuse me, officer. Yes, hello. My apologies for the intrusion of my wards. Yeah. Okay. It's fine. I would like to inquire about the taking down of guild members. Guild members. Well, yeah, there's been a lot of faction fights here in Common Steel. There's, uh, I don't know, these dudes with things on their necks, little tattoos. As you said, the bald guys, they've got eyes on their heads, tattoos. I don't know, black network and creature faction, some kind of something. Fighting each other, beating the shit out of each other, literally murdering each other in the streets. And that's what we kind of bringing this up to. A lot, a lot of, uh... You legion. may want to send your men down to the flail. There was a similar fight that broke out this evening. No way. There were casualties. Alright. Well, gonna have to look into that. Uh, yeah, there's a big hole in the middle there. Yeah, people just get pushed into that stuff all the time. Did that happen again? Yes. Ah, alright, well, better look into that. Thank you there. War forged. At least you're good for something, I guess. May I inquire as to where you are taking the prisoners? Well, these uh, three assholes are going to go to the brig. Uh, probably down in the East Ward. Yeah, we're going to take them up there and take them in for questioning. See what the hell's going on. And have you identified the identities of the deceased? Not yet. Not yet. But soon. Thank you for your cooperation. I will be taking my wards on my way. Wait a minute. Thank you for your cooperation. Now get on. Get on. That's my saying. Jesus. I would like to usher Bumblin and Raz down an alley so we can track where the Legion are being taken. Okay. All right. But first, there isn't much of alleys, but as you guys all kind of walk around, um, tall, densely packed tenements, like buildings, uh, leave most of the neighborhood in shadow at this here ground level. Most of the street lamps have had their, like, glass smashed out, candles are stolen, and the smells of salt in the air 
they kind of linger as you pass by all these run-down buildings looking for a, some kind of a alleyway. On the corner of this street, though, one nearby shop stands out to you guys amongst the others. It has a deep purple kind of facade about it, and in its window hangs a stuffed little goblin creature. Above the door hangs a sign whose elaborate letters spell out Chat, use the name of thing and name this here shop. There's a shop here in the dock ward. Use the name of thing and name this here shop. As you guys walk to the corner, you don't see any alleyways, but you do see this shop sitting there. And then the road continues on to the right. What kind of shop? It's um, looks like from the outside, these guys see odds and ends magical things and uh, there are monster parts of such like bones and other kinds of stuff in the windows mm-hmm Shoppy make shop face fuck off charity <laughs> the fuckery y'all out here it's because I didn't give you enough details all right how about this the name of the shop is the odd McBob odd McDod shop on this on the little sign there Do you guys want to go in the shop, or do you continue down the street on your investigation? Is the shop open? Yeah, it looks like it. There's still uh, some candles on on the inside. Do any of us have money? I got a gold piece. One single gold piece. Odd bits. Like that. Hoodoo voodoo. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's what we'll go with. Hoodoo voodoo. Great Pacific plastic catch. Yeah, do you guys want to go in? Sure. We're going to walk inside and then just stand at the window and try to like kind of just mimic the stuffed goblin in the window as well and try to look like merchandise and then keep an eye out for the, the, the king's guard. Okay. Taking the right. legion members. As you guys walk in, I'm going to direct towards you first, Raz, because you're the top here in initiative, Raz. Um, you walk in first. Ching-a-ling-a-ling. As you walk in, a cloud of lavender-scented purple smoke trails out of the shop's door as you peer inside. Every wall seems to be painted purple, and every dusty knick-knack on the shelves is dyed a deep violet. There's a hairless old gnome sitting cross-legged on top of the counter wearing plum-colored robes. His cheeks decorated with nine purple painted eyeballs. You recognize this similar design as someone that you just kicked down a well earlier this day. The gnome lowers his pipe, exhales a cloud of lavender smoke, and before even raising a hand, says, Oh, hell! Well met! Come in, friends! Browse the shelves of the most curious curiosity shop in the world! Howdy! Hey there! How you doing, friend in red? Oh, wow, I'm doing just dandy. You know, ah. 
And it's all because of this great religion that I have. Oh, come around, grab a pipe. Do you want to talk about it? Sure. All right. You sit in the seat next to him. There's a little pipe sitting there already smoking. Yeah, it's a great religion. That's and, good. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, so, like some religions out there tell you to abstain and you can't do things and there's like sins and whatever. The only one thing, the only one rule with mine is that you, you got to believe that everything dies. Yeah. That's the only thing. You know, everything does die. Life sucks yeah. and then you die, friend. And once you learn to accept that, you'll be as carefree as me. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So, what brings you three into our old shop? And he looks over at you, Bomblin. What are you in here for? Uh, as I'm staring out the window, uh, just uh, window shopping. Ah. What about you the there, nice my Warforged friend? Oh, Warforged, are welcome here. Why, thank you for your kind sentiment. You're welcome. What do you do in this shop? Well, I sell trinkets, an assortment of trinkets, you know. And uh, you guys look around, you can see um, on the shelves, he does indeed sell an assortment of trinkets. Um, all different kinds of small little odds and ends. Uh, being you guys have no money, I feel like you're kind of just a little bit of window shopping. Um, but there are like some weird, strange looking potions, necklaces, rings, bones, other kinds of weird little stuff. Um, and he's, uh, he's like, you know, I uh, just sell stuff. I'm just here. And I'm kind of, you know, keeping an eye out, seeing what's going on. Keeping an eye on everything around here. Did you see all that stuff happening out there? Bunch of people died. Oh, yeah. It's pretty cool. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And I'm going to trip and fall into one of the rickety bookshelves and knock it over. And just crash it. Oh, no. Oh, oh, you're pretty. Thanks. And then I want to steal one. Before you get to steal, I would like you to roll me some kind of... I wish it was a performance roll for your fake fucking falling. Um, I think it's just going to be a charisma check. Let's see here if we got anything else that maybe you're maybe you're good at. Yeah, it's just going to be a charisma save to see how well you're convincing on your fake fucking falling as you knock down this here shelf. Uh, this, this is rough. That's an 11. You got a plus one. That's a 12, which you do not beat the target current scene target number of 14. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. So he looks at you and he's like, all right, friend, there's no way that you just fell there. The floors are dry. Everything's nice here. And he just completely eyeballs it. He's like, I've played this game before. Uh, just, you know, I was but talking about the crazy things happening outside. If you still want to try and steal something, you could make me a deck save, but it's going to be a hard roll, which means it's a 17, not a 14. Should we go for it, chat? I want to go for it. I feel like this guy's got... Because it's, it's just like a magical item, odds and in kind of shop. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I yes, think sir. we're going to go for it. Oh, God. Because, Robert Brown, should I steal something? I don't, I don't have any guidance to say you shouldn't. But, you know, you shouldn't be yelling at it. I'm sitting right next to the guy that you're stealing from. 
Yeah, yeah, we're gonna, gonna, we're gonna steal something. Okay. He can still hear you. Oh, God. That's so yeah. bad. He's like, it's hey, so bad. Hey, if you want to buy something, buddy, come on yeah, and come back later. Okay? Just looking come, at it. Come back just, later. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, Do I not take anything. Time. Look. I'm done. I'm, I'm, look, my I'm hands here. Are, my hands you are free. Talk. I don't have nothing in my hands. But I've seen you. I've seen you trying to take something. Uh, no, I was just it. looking at it. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I'll go uh, outside. I think I'll just, yeah. I'll just yeah, stand why you, outside. Why don't you stand outside? Well, I talk to your yeah. other friends. Yeah. All right, I'm sorry. Do you got a bathroom in here? Uh, no. Okay, I'll hold it. Praise brave. Praise brave. Uh, Maybe you town. will get a bladder infection and die soon. Maybe. Yeah, that'd be uh, great. I totally had a chart up here too. So, anywho, you guys on the search for something? Are you looking for somebody? What's going on with you two? What's up? Warforged? Just How is it? Outside. We were trying to figure out what started the commotion. We only came in for the tail end of the massacre. Hmm. Yeah. That massacre, as far as I can see, uh, yeah, it came, started up the road and then came down this way. It was, uh, it's a bunch of people just fighting each other. I was just watching the whole thing, smoking my pipe and just being like, hey, come on inside. They didn't want to. They just murdered each other. They came right down the street and just, that was it. You seem like a fine fellow. Hmm. Thanks. So is that it, or I mean, what are you guys here for? Well, I I don't know really. I just like talking to people about religion. Hello, good shopkeep. I would like to uh, I would like to purchase one of your wares. Does he do this often? Hold on. All right. Uh, hold on. Let me just slide by the Warforge. And excuse me. Oh, 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 and I want to knock down the next shelf. <laughs> okay, dude, roll me performance. Uh, this time we're going to make it a hard roll because you're doing it again. You got to beat a 17. Hey, roll the fuck. The chat, please he's help like, me. Seriously, guy? <laughs> chat, please help me. Don't leave my bear hat. You want a master bear hat. Uh, it's it's re-roll now. By the name Wild Shape. It's re-roll now. Yeah, he's like, oh Jesus. Reroll. Uh, there you go. Okay. Tell 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 me not that my dis my disguise is spot on. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, seventeen. Yeah. You hit the target number. He's like, oh, fair yeah. patron. Yeah. Oh Fair my patron. god, why is your floors wet? And I would like to steal something on the, the, the <sighs> cabinet I fell on. Okay, so <laughs> since you succeeded on your previous roll, we're gonna, and you knocked it over, we're gonna make this an easy roll this time, so you only gotta beat an 11 when you swipe this thing. Go on ahead and do it. Let me get the chart up here. Oh, god. That's a I'm nine. using a couch card. Can I use my couch card? I have yeah. one of those, right? You I'm do, gonna, you start I'm gonna with use one. My I'm going to use my couch card to re-roll. 
Man, he All just right. really wants to steal shit. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. Hey, nice. you did it. You did it. All right, let me All roll right. to see which relic um, you pick up here. Nope, I would take here. that and I'd be like, God, Jesus Christ, why is your floors wet? This is such a hazardous establishment. You are getting negative reviews on ye of yo. This establishment is terrible. This is I know. Hey, someone else just fell in here earlier and I didn't believe him. He looked kind of similar to you. Well, hey, uh, you guys done shopping yet? Not <laughs> hmm? <laughs> wait outside. <laughs> All right, are you guys done shopping yet? I was never That's shopping true. in the first place. I was just talking to the shopkeeper. But... All right. Oh fuck it, this is all right. Yep. All right, you guys leave. You, you sell um... wares, but do you? Do you also purchase them? Yeah, sometimes. Absolutely. If you got something to sell, well, I'll buy it. I have an item called Keeligan's Cube. It oh. is a magical item of great power I am not in need of. Really? Well, hey, uh, let me see it. He's going to look it over and be like, mm. he pulls out a little magnifying glass as he sits on top of the counter and he's like, mm. Well, this is pretty neat. I'll give you eight gold for it. Do you not realize that it bends reality? Oh, could you show me? He hands it back to you. I'm going to have to align the colors and symbols. Okay. Do I have to, what is, do what I is I have Killigan's to Cube do actually? So, no. So, Killigan's Cube is an, a cubic puzzle with colors and symbols that, when aligned, are able to bend reality. Chaos card. Oh, shit. The first one of the campaign. All right, so they can't actually bend reality. That's what it says, huh? All right, so you align it, and then, like, when it happens, I'm going to say it's, like, minor illusion, so you can kind of, like, make something happen. Like you can change the colors of the walls or the smoke, or you can make give yourself a mustache, whatever you can think. It's like minor. It's like a minor illusion cube when you finish it. So um, yeah, we're gonna T three five seven gets a chaos card. Why don't we go on ahead and draw that, and then you can explain what happens, and maybe this chaos card will help us. Huh? I've never seen it do that before. Charades. You must mime what it does. You got charades. Motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck. But hey, now it's been drawn this campaign. It won't be drawn again until the deck's empty, so that's fun. Alright. What does it do? Bomblin, little help. You fixed the cube. Uh, it's and uh then... Boom, there's an explosion, explosion of Waves, waves water an explosion of waves. Oh, we're getting high? <laughs> Fucking finally! Oh, Jesus oh, smoke. There's an explosion of smoke. Oh, an explosion, explosion of smoke. Of sucking very small penis. Of, of waves of smoke. Is it colorful? 
Colorful waves of smoke. Colorful waves of smoke. Okay. Karate mm. chopped them to death. And <laughs> Karate chops the waves to death. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. No. All right. Well, maybe you can tell us during the short rest what it actually was. How about that? But that's what we're gonna say it is. And there's an explosion of smoke, and he's like, uh, he looks. He's like, oh, okay. Hey, it can make smoke, but that's cool. Uh, my kind of explosion, huh? I'll give you ten gold for it. Yes. All right. Sounds good. And he gives you the gold, and then uh, he's like, all right. Well. Thanks for coming into ye old odds dodds shop, and uh, I'll see you guys around. Um, what is his name? Seven name? Blah uh, blah Zablab. Uh, nope. It does not. He does not have a name. I'm not hearing my notes. He does not. All right. Well, you guys leave the shop. Chingalingaling, Bomblin. Do you want to know what you got? What you stole? Yes, I do. You, my friend, it's stole everything I've been working for this entire episode. The gelatinous ring. Ooh. This is a ring that allows you to turn into gelatinous ooze for 1d4 rounds once per day. Oh my god. What table is this in? Uh, it's on mini loot relics, so you don't even actually have it. But that's wow. what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Please rolled a 12. Paste and send that to me? It's a picture. You're going to have to. It's a, oh. it's a, it's a like picture. Like a picture is fine, too. Mini Lou Relics, number 12. Gelatinous ring. Turn into jelly ooze for 1d4 rounds. Yes. This could be useful. Could be. be. That's what you get. Now, um, as you guys are leaving, you can see that they've almost cleaned up what seems to be the whole area um, of all of the blood and murders and stuff that has happened. They've already started carrying off everyone. So that area is no longer sectioned off. Um, but you look up to the left of the street, and you can see a place called Candle Lane. And all of you have been in the city for a while in the North Ward, so you know what Candle Lane is. Normally, it's completely lit up with all these beautiful candles. It's like a boulevard here in Common Steel City. But all of these streetlights with candles that are magically lit up, um, the, of course, Mystics of Magic help keep these on uh, on a nightly basis. They've all been shattered, and almost yeah, all the candles are I off. I can see a gummy bear. Exactly. Oh, my God, a gummy bear. Jesus. Um, but as you look up this alleyway, this street, you can see almost all of the candles are broken except one that shines right in front of a warehouse that has the logo of the Legion on the front of it. A snake inside of a shield. And we're going to take a break. That's where we're going to leave it, you guys. We're going to take a short little break because it's fucking hot. And I know these boys want to take some breaks. So we're going to do another thumbnail pose. And, and then we're going to take us a little... A little break. And Proteus, yeah. I can't fucking believe Gummy Bear happened episode one. I can't believe that. No, you know what? That's right. After you activate it, it'll be Gummy Bear. You have the opportunity to become a Gummy Bear now. Yeah. Like, I got, I got a lot of questions. Is that gelatinous, like, am I like a jello or am I just like a Gummy Bear? Because I, like I, I, I kind of so like... like the idea of turning into a Gummy Bear. I don't know what being a Gummy Bear would help with, but... Uh, you know what? We can leave it up to interpretation. Whenever you activate it, we can talk about it then. 
and I'm down to role play so what it out if however roll you want. Like a D4 to see how like thick of a gelatinous form I take. Okay. All right. I'm into that. I'm into that. Yeah. Leave it up to chance. Gelatinous bear cube. Yep. You got it, Sunny. You're just so sweet. Yeah. First they're sour, then they're sweet. Bomblin. That's right. <laughs> All right. So we're going to do a thumbnail pose, y'all. Y'all know the deal. Um, this is basically where you can throw out random poses into chat, and these guys will do their best to pose <laughs> as those things. They'll interpret it however they want, um, and then you can screenshot them, post them in the Discord, or you can make memes out of them. And then during our breakdown here tonight, during our short rest towards the end of stream, we'll review everything that was made for the night. And, have some laughs and um, show off all the fun ass shit that you guys made throughout the night. All right. So if you have some screenshot pose ideas, or if you just want to take some screenshots and post them in the discord, please go on ahead and do so. And remember, just post them underneath the love, death and dice section in the discord. Just right there. So we can check them out. Same with clips. You guys, you made any clips, make sure to post them in the love, death and dice section. Best mime caught stealing. Everyone do caught stealing. Alright, next one is best mime. Three, two, one, go. Nice. Next one is holding in a fart. Nice. Alright, everybody, we will be right back in a couple of minutes to break into the third act of tonight's show so don't go anywhere and thank you so much for joining us we will be right back appreciate y'all hello everyone and welcome back to love death and dice the dragon vault our High Fantasy, Lawful Evil campaign right here on the Grouch Couch. This is episode one of the brand new campaign. We are so excited and happy to be here, and I've been having so much fun tonight. So thank you all so much for joining us, being here and being involved, and being fucking awesome. And if you're just listening, watching on the VOD, on YouTube, or just having some fun enjoying the story, thank you so much as well. All right? Appreciate you for being here, and we really do. I hope you enjoy the show. Um, I am Turk, and I'm here, of course, with Proteus, Connor, and Fishy. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Hi, guys. Um, we are continuing right off our heroes so far tonight got into a bar fight got a quest from a man named Barry Thornberry he lost a friend of his and sent our heroes off on a quest to the dock ward of common steel city to try and find him our heroes came upon a crime scene what looks like a faction brawl where a bunch of people died they entered a shop nearby, and Bomblin stole some stuff. Gift an item. Oh, the first gifted item to Reverend Raz. Thanks, Rum Tom. I'm going to roll for that in a second. Um, and now our heroes find themselves on Candle Lane here in Common Steel City. Now, you guys know, you've been here, living here a little while. You know that Candle Lane is usually lit up with dozens and dozens of candles being magically lit up by the mystics of magic who reside here in common steel city but as you look down this lane you can see that all of the street lamps are out the glass is broken the candles have been put out or stolen and the only light that's still on is towards the very end in front of what looks like a warehouse 
and on the front of the door is a giant tag of a snake on a shield, the symbol of the Black Network of the Legion here in Common Steel City. Any grouch couch tattooed on my biceps? You betcha! Now, before you guys get to do anything, though, we're going to roll for an item. Yeah, and we're going to let Connor roll for his own dang old item. So roll me 1d6. Raz, Rooster Reverend Raz. And thank you, Rumtum, for gifting the item. You get to pick 1d6 for what chart you're going to go to. That's a three. One and a two and a three. Ooh, cursed loot, Raz. <laughs> now roll me 1d100. go is that an eight or an 80 that's an eight well the cloven eight out of a hundred <clears throat> yeah you get the cloven sword weapon plus two attempts effort you cannot put this sword down and until you remove the curse you're you're slowly starting to become a goat Ah, take that, you shitty human. Ah, nothing makes me more happier than watching so, humans turn to animals. Am I holding the sword? You're holding the sword. God you damn it. can't put it down. Um, you can That's try to attempt. Good show, Rob Good show. You can try to make an attempt to put the sword down. Um, Couch coin. <laughs> DM. Ah, oh, thanks, Dan. I appreciate that, buddy. Hey, thanks for the couch coin. Um, yeah. Um, you can do two attempts, I'm assuming, per day to put the try and put the sword down. You must make a wisdom save to put it down um, to the target number. Um, if you don't, each day you're slowly becoming more and more goatish until you find someone to remove this curse so you can put the sword down. Alright, well, I'd like to attempt to drop the sword. Alright, make me a wisdom save. Uh, you have to beat the target number of 14. Does this not follow your policy of religion? Uh, no. I mean, I, I don't give a shit about swords. I just don't want to carry one. There's a reason why I have a book on my hip. <laughs> Talk about derailment. Oh, oh that's, a, that's a dirty 20. Oh, uh, with a wisdom of plus two, that's a dirty 20. Unless chat has something to say about that, they want to try and bring it down to a 13 somehow. Looks like you're going to put the sword down. When you do put the sword down, you're standing in the middle of the road with your two partners. Um, do you throw it? Do you put it down to the side? Do you hand it off to uh, someone else walking by? It's uh, exclamation point re-roll now, Rumtum. Damn it, I, know, I didn't it's a small want to change, tell him. It's okay. It's for new people. They come in. It's easier for them to know what reroll is than keep a day. Damn it. Don't tell him. I'm telling him. Rum Tom, exclamation point, reroll. Reroll. There it is. Yeah. One more time. One more time. Fuck. Ten plus two. You Wait, so is that sword. my first try? That's your first try of the day. Okay. Well, I'm going to try again. <laughs> okay, as you try to throw the sword down, the sword you hear in your mind. Ah, oh, fuck this shit. Legion. <laughs> Charity gave you disadvantage. Oh, that's so funny. He rolled a 14, too. You yep. gotta roll it again and take the worser one. 
Alright. You hear in your mind. But then I want to make this to make sense to your character. The sword is convincing because you hear this goat ba. But you see this image of this billy goat spiritually in your mind when you hold the sword. And the goat has a goatee, of course. It's old, but it looks to you and it says All things must die, Raz. We die together. Bah. And then the image fades. Fuck. Now, you guys walk up this road. Moving on quickly. Um, Gloom envelops this narrow road. It's dark. It's a dungeon. And as odorous as one, two. Nearly all the street lamps have been smashed. The only light that pierces the darkness is faint flickering down the lane like a distant candle. You three walk down the lane, eventually reaching this lamp, the only light source. You see in front of you this warehouse. T357, immediately you recognize this as being one of the Black Network's warehouses where they store different kinds of things before shipping them off because not only does the Legion deal in mercenaries, but they deal in weapons. The people in the world. Now, you three stand in the yard. In front of you is a gate. <laughs> never... Bless, yeah. yes. I mean, Ned, brave you. Um, Praise, brave. Yes. I'm gonna bring you guys over to this. There you go. Your roll 20 hopefully changed. Yes. Yeah. In front of you is the yard. There's a gate and a small picket fence that runs around. Everyone here in chat can see it as well. You three stand. What do you do? Yeah, well, do we need to roll for a new initiative order? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're 100% right, Test. Thank you so much for reminding me. Everyone! Roll for initiative. 16 from Bob. 16. 5 from Test. 19 from Raz. Dude, what's up with you and initiative rolls today? Hi, right, Raz. You are first. And then we're going clockwise this time. So, what do you do? All right. Well. Oh, I actually have a magic. Eye. Is uh, can I check if the the gate right there is locked or not? Absolutely. You walk up to it and shake it and feel that it is indeed locked. Oh, okay. Cool. So I wanna, I wanna use this magic item that I have just because it's fun. But it's called Bago Keys. Each time that you reach in this magical bag, you extract a key. 5% chance that it's the key you need. So, you can roll a d100, and if you get a 5 or below, it's the key you need. Wouldn't I just be able to roll a d20, and if it's a 20? What is... 5% 5% of 20. Is that 2 or below? No, that's 10%. So, yeah, it would either have to be a 20. It would have to be a 20, yeah. So you could roll a d20, and if it's a 20. Okay, let's do a d20 then. Yeah. 
Oh my god! Holy Whoa. shit! Whoa. What? 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 No way! Cheers, everybody. I can't we don't get some hype in fucking chat right Holy now. Shit. Can we get some I was here for this in chat? Because oh. this will be clipped later. Can we get some I was here yeah. for this? Cheers, y'all. Holy God. Bravo. I am starting to I believe the in the power of religion. Holy shit, dude. Oh. Wow. Cheers. Cheers. From above. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Take it for the 10 bits, be town. Oh my god. I literally can't believe that. I can't fucking believe that. Yo, bag of keys is fucking overpowered. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna unlock the gate then. <sighs> okay, you walk up, and in amazement, the rest of the party stands there as you pull a key out. Put it into the lock, and then it opens. And you three step inside. Now, evidently, the key for the gate is going to be the same as the key for the door. If you if you attempt, you think that Raz would attempt to try both. I mean, it only makes sense. Right. You lock it, and it unlocks. Before you open the door into this hideout, is there anything you want to say or do? Bah. We are we are entering a Legion headquarters. If we run into any members, let me speak to them. Do not okay. rush in and try to beat them. They will not react kindly considering you owe them so much of a debt. You're probably right. Maybe we should stand behind you, quaking in our boots, while you take the sweet, sweet lead to profitability. It's the prophecy foretold. <laughs> Thank you for the clip, Suni. Okay, Tess, do you want to take the lead on this? I believe that will be the most fortuitous thing to do. You step inside. As you do, I love this fog of war. It's so fucking cool. You can see immediately tables and chairs have been carelessly tossed around the floor. The corpses of a dozen men lie along the walls. The rapiers and daggers lying nearby. On the north side of the area, you can see star stairs begin to rise to an open level above. But then your eyes shift quickly as you see four short avian creatures with long beaks and black feathers look over in surprise from where they stand in the middle of the warehouse. Each wears a hooded cloak and wields a short sword. T357, these Kenku. You know them by. Do not look familiar to you. You do not know these kinku. They are not a part of the Legion. But the bodies behind them look familiar. 
Raz just went. We're going clockwise. T357, you step into this room. We're now in initiative. What do you do? Halt in the name of the Legion. All of them get mad as soon as you say that. They start flipping around their wings and they all brandish their swords. <sighs> well, fellas, are we ready for another brawl? I was hoping that we wouldn't come to this. You said it wouldn't come to this. B-Town I... gave advantage to you, T357. But B-Town, your name isn't pink, buddy. Are you in the Mystics? I don't know. I'll give you this one. But the next one, you better join a faction, buddy. All right, go ahead, test. Recalculating. Nice. I would like to dive off to the side where this one is. Nice. I would like to use my arm blades to attack. Okay. I am. The name ain't pink. I think it is it uh that. Hey there you go. Okay. Roll to hit. Three five seven. Let's do it. That's an eight. Hard, yikes. Yeah. The target number this scene is a fourteen. With your strength and your roll of eight, that puts you up to a nine. But you get advantage on this roll thanks to B ten. What does that mean? Basically, it means you get to roll that d20 one more time, and you get to take the higher roll. Excellent. Mama needs a new pair of dice. That's a 15. 15. Plus one. That's a 16. You hit, which means the first actual weapon roll of this campaign, d6 plus two. Let's get it. Hey, I hit somebody with a chair earlier. Yeah. And then I tried to hit Five somebody with somebody else. Missed. Seven damage to this guy as you stab him with your arm blades. He's like, and he kind of like, he drops his short sword and it tingling on the ground. Nikki with the plus one. Are we allowed to do damage on these? I think we are. The iron heads are allowed to do damage. So that makes it eight damage. Hell yeah. You deal eight damage. Excellent. It drops its short sword and like gets ready to run away. And being that it's my turn now, I believe it does just that. As it drops its short sword and scurries away. It's going to move its full distance. Try to get the fuck out of here. It's actually going to go outside past you. As you two stand in the doorway, it rushes past you. Gets the hell out of there. There's no attacks of opportunity in ICRPG. Now, the other three move in. One moves in. It's going to try and strike you with its short sword. It's a 19. I imagine I am going to shut down for good soon. It's true. This is a tough episode. 
Unless chat wants to help. That's a tough one. I'm gonna take a I quick only drink have of three health. Mm. This is good flagging right here. Good tankard. This uh, I'm drinking Ooh. atomic pumpkin for anybody who's curious. These beers were provided to me by the homie James at work. Thanks, James. Cheers to you, buddy. All right, I gotta reroll. Thanks, Jared. Let's go. And we actually, I'm gonna move over to quickly. I think your AC is 13, right? Let's do it. Six. It misses. The other one moves to the door. Moves outside. Sees Raz in this wide open door. Looks you right in the eye and clucks its head to the side. And it goes to stab you, Raz. With a 19. Hang that hat. What kind of loaded dice are you rolling with? I know, right? That's four damage. I can't change my chat color on mobile. Gift of potion. All right. Hey, no problem, B-Town. But I'm going to hold you to that. <gasps> a potion. Potion of healing for T357. Nice. So on your next turn, as a bonus action, you can drink this potion. All right? Um, we'll make it a full-on 1D10 healing potion. You might be able to heal back to max. Healing. Ooh, certifiable just heals you. Um, they rolled 1d10 and got a two. So now you're up to five. Congrats. Good, because this one comes around the side. That's Good gonna try to hit you. Yeah. You went in first. What is that? A seven. You're lucky. It misses. All right. Bomblin. Fantastic. I don't want to hit. <clears throat> yeah, where's my cursor? I would go run and charge it through the door. Oh, I'm stuck on the door. Why am I stuck on the door? Here you go. Is that better? Thanks. Got stuck on the door. <laughs> and then I'm going to swing my heavy claymore sword at the. One right in front of me, in front of Tess. As an outlander, your sword is pretty badass, is it not? It is. Ah, takes up three inventory slots, but does ultimate damage. It dips over 15 plus may stun target by halving its effort, which means damage. Effort equals damage. So, I roll strength to hit. Is that how that works? Yes, sir. All right. Healing. And, and we swing. Oh, it's on. It's on cooldown. 19, which means you're going to hit the target. You're going to deal damage. And this means that it will become stunned, which means on any attacks it does That's... now in the future, its attacks will be half. Oh, A one fucking. Yeah, that sucks. sucks. That sucks. Yeah. But hey, you have a plus one to ultimate, so that's two damage you deal to this thing. But it is yeah. now stunned, so all of its attacks moving forward will be halved. Yeah? All is right. that what stun means? Yeah. Reroll. So, does that... In Ooh. Did I reroll that damage? Don't usually reroll on damage, but you know what? That shit was sad as hell. So why don't you do yeah. it for us? Go ahead. Yeah. Reroll that damage. I appreciate that. Thank you for the try. Um, okay. 
Does that end your turn, my friend? Yeah. Right. Sorry, Tess. I was really trying to save you. Raz? You did your best. Yes? What do you do? It's your turn. Well, I'm gonna... Gift an item! Yeah, I'm gonna gift on an way. item. Ah, oh, dang! We will, we will draw it on Bombwin's turn, but for now, Raz, what do you do? Well, I'm gonna go up to the bird thingy right in front of me, put my hand on its shoulder, and I'm gonna activate my vampiric ray! Is vampiric ray in range? I thought you I didn't know. like vampires! No, 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 want... this is... This is... I, I need to put better play, flavors text on this. Um, I wanna put, like, like... Necromantic ray or something. Death I wanna ray. put, like, the gift of death. Gift of death ray. Death babe. I, I don't even want to call it a ray. I just want it to be a gift of death. But anyways, here's how it works. Uh, extract life force from a living target within close range and transfer effort rolled from their health to yours. Hell yeah. It's time to necrotic roll. Ray, ray, ray. Hell yeah, dude. All right. So... It, you don't you, well you, every time you cast a spell in this system you have to roll to cast that spell to see if it works all right so basically you're calling upon the gift of your god to make sure that he blesses you with the ability to cast that spell all right so you still have to roll a d20 and you have to beat the target number um, i believe this is an intelligence spell so you actually get to roll um, intelligence as a save which you have um plus three to so roll a d20 you just got to beat that 14. That's a seventy. Yeah, nice. Your spell is active, which means now you get to roll your magic damage, and all the damage they take, you suck in, which is a D10 yeah. plus two <laughs> magic damage. You have the ability to completely kill them. <laughs> you yeah! completely kill them with that nice. ten damage. They're Trace, completely Trace. dead. You want to explain to us what we see as you suck the fucking life out of this Kenku? Allow me to show you the image of death. And I just grab onto him and slowly. Is there like rise. a like a mist, like a like a life force that comes out of this this No, I'd like to think of it death. as like you can see all the blood in that creature's body flowing to that one place where my hand is touching them. It's like all the veins and everything? Yeah, and they're like, like popping white. out right there yeah. and it's being sucked into the palm of my hand badass but badass. it's not vampiric it's not vampiric chat sure it's chat. not it's not blood have you ever seen it when somebody gets their life force taken out and they turn to an old person to the point where they turn into like a mummy and then a skeleton yes it's yeah. it's, it's basically a mummy a dried up corpse with right. no essence to it. it slowly withers and dies in the fetal position on the ground as it falls Everybody out of your grip. chat's saying that you're choking the chicken. Quit <laughs> choking the chicken in front of people. As my we talked about this. Huh? Is your what? Is my max so you, health 10 or can I heal for all 12? Is, your max health is 10. Damn. I don't think it gives you temporary health. I don't think so. Because that would it be a broken suck cell. Them dry. Yeah. But now you're at max. Alright, so this thing is dead. I'm going to put a dead 
counter on it. Uh, I don't know how to do that yet. But anyways, it's dead. So, do you want to move, Raz? Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and move inside. Okay. And now you can but you I, can move yourself. I I, I kind of want to go to like the center of the room. Okay. I want to go like right here. Is that okay? That's far as hell, but I think you can go maybe here or like here. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that works. All right. Okay, now it's test turn again. Oops, test. What say you? Hello. Hello. I would like to stay where I am, but I would like to incapacitate this Keng- one of the Kenku. Nice. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. The one we directly in front for of questioning. you has taken the three damage and is now kind of stunned. The one to the right of you is still at full health. And actually, you did damage to it too, right? How much damage did you do to that thing? I didn't write it down. I, the one I damaged, fled the scene. Oh yeah. Okay. Ten minus three is seven. All right. Now, what do you do? Which one do you attack? I would like to attack the one with full health to not kill but stun it into submission for questioning. Okay, let's do it. Roll the hit, let's go. Uh, they are Kenku. They look like crows, but they're people. 15, that's to a hit. Kenku's feet. Yeah, here, finally! Dude, I've been waiting for you this oh, whole time. Wow. Where you been? Where you We've been, missed Moby? you. Cheers, Cheers buddy. We've just been allowed to perfuse all of our profanity. Fucking oh, really? Fuck. Really? fuck. What the fuck, fuck? You fucking fuck, fuck? Cheers, fuck. Fuck. All right, that that's mean? a hit. Uh, now, roll me damage sucks. with your... Your weapons. Does that mean you have to chug your drink? It kind of just, it's just one, one drink every, so I like to say it a bunch and then just drink once. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't forget to heal 1d10 from the potion before you end your turn. Good reminder, Nikki. Um, yeah, but first, roll me your damage with weapons, which is 1d6 plus 2. Yeah, Kinku do speak, but they only mimic. Holy shit, eight. eight damage. God dang. Eight damage. You hit this thing, and it looks scared. It's got two health left. It's like, Yeah, they do speak, but they only mimic. Kind of woke up. Wait for the show. All right, so as you hit it, now do you drink your potion? Yes. So, roll me one d10. You heal for three, three damage. Hell yeah. What's your total now? Eight? Yes. Nice. Eight. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Now we're back to initiative order going and clockwise. Raz just went. It's your boy, Turkey. Turkey. Reroll. Oh. Well, you get a reroll. Maybe you'll get better than three. Hit it again. Thanks, from Tom. Smoky, there was too much fucking going on without you. Seven! So now you're back at full. Nice. 
Congrats. Congrats. I'm All glad right. you clarified that was a seven because I saw a one. <laughs> yeah, it's a seven. This guy's freaked out. He bounces. He's fucking scared. He leaves. You got him down to two health. This one. He's like. Ah! He says some words. But it's it's in like a different voice. He says in like a deep voice with like an orcish kind of accent. He says. Bah! Creatures send their regards. Bah! And then in like a thin nasally voice, he says. Tie up the pretty boy in the back room. All the yellow signs to the sewers. No time to loot the place. Just get him to the boss. And then he strikes Bombloom with his sword. For a natural <laughs> one. Completely fucking misses. Um, critical fails in the system don't do much, but I feel like that's dumb. He's going to do 1d4 to himself. That's two damage. Putting him down to five. No time to loot the place. Now we're back to Bomblin. <gasps> oh, rerolls on cooldown. Sorry, B-Town. Bomblin, what do? Anybody? Wait, my uh, my item. Hold on, let me chop this guy's head off first, and then you can give me my item. Sweet. Yeah. Let's go. We could give you info. Ow. That's a four. You swing and you fail. <sighs> what? Roll me one d six. Hopefully it's not a cursed item. I'll, I'll debate on taking out the cursed items, but I think they're fun. Six. It's a six. Yes. I one, think two, it helps with three. the chaos of the court if we keep cursed items in. Five, six. Just because Reverend Raz is having a bad Rolling. time doesn't mean the rest of us are. 1D100, Bomblin. Or is that a bad time? Nah. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ooh, a 98. You get the spell star item. When you use a spell, pay no cost and regenerate that oh. spell. It's it's for advanced magic. Reroll your D100. Ah. Uh. <laughs> 36. 36! Let's go. You get Crystal Symbiote item. Plus five defense. A green crystal that hovers close to intercept attacks. How cool! What the hell? That's so rad! Yeah, that's what? Badass. That's badass as fuck! That's cool. <laughs> what? Plus that's five to defense? That's fucking broken bro just be careful like putting it in you know the scene that he has that crystal you don't want to make him look like some fucked up sim true huh yeah no that's what i kind of imagine <laughs> just like a green crystal floating above his head also drink yeah cheers i would like to be standing like right next to reverend and when the crystal goes around it like hits him in the head like back right. okay raz um, that ends Bomblin's turn. There's one of these guys left. 
What do you do? How long until he gambles it away? <laughs> Jerry. <gasps> You're telling me it's worth something? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Magic item like that. Raz, what do you do? We could Should I be holding on to your valuables? No, no, no. Oh, no, Pyro Club no. is raiding, but I switched scenes as soon as the raid came in. Hold on, let me uh, ring. Let me let me sing the raiding song for you. Hold on, wait. We have just been raiding. We have just we been raiding. We have just been raiding. I wonder who it's from. It's from the friggin' Pyro Club. Cheers to you. Thank you so much for raiding into us right here on our episode one of our brand new campaign of Love, Death, and Dies. Oh, Ola, O. Big Jim. Big Jim Slade from Big Jim Slade Gaming. It actually said Did we get to the 2000K? We might be at actually 2K followers unless someone unfollowed by the time we've been streaming. But we might actually be at 2K followers officially right now, everybody. Can we get some hype right chat for 2K followers? Right now. We did yeah, it. imagine that. Yeah. We did it. Oh, my God. We did it. Is that, we is did that it. Thacko? We did it. We did What's it. up, Thacko? You know you could do it. Oh, my God. What's up, buddy? I fucking missed the shit out of you, dude. How's it going, buddy? Cheers, man. Thank you so much for popping in here. Hey. Yeah. Mm hmm. We did it, y'all. We hit 2K followers. Thanks to the Pyro Club. Thank you, Pyro Club, for joining over here and sending us a raid. Everyone here who was already here, um, a part of the Nerd Herd, make sure to give Pyro Club a lo some love, all right? Because uh, we love Big Jim and we love the Pyro Club. So make sure to show them some love. Roll for initiative. Disney. A new right. person sits on the couch. Aloha, Disney. Thanks for the follow. 2001. Thank you. Appreciate you. Um, okay. I got so distracted there, y'all. I'm sorry. My voice just broke. I believe it is Reverend Raz's turn. Um, for all you guys just joining us, we are in the middle of a fight in a warehouse amongst the Legion and uh, some, some Kinku representing the creatures. And our three heroes are trying to figure out what the fuck, and they're trying to kill these Kinku. There's only one left, and it is Reverend Raz's turn. We do. Pyro Club lives to disrupt hate, and we live for it. We live for it. So here's our map, Raz. Here's what you see on the other side of the room. What do you do? Um, I feel like they can handle it. I heard something about a pretty boy tied up in the back room, so I'm gonna go down here and take a left. Right. Follow the yellow signs towards the sewers. Advantage or disadvantage? Ooh! T357. Hey, look. You gotta be in the Mystics, Thacko, to activate that command. Are you switching factions right now? Look, I'll take it this time. I'll take it this time. Do you remember? You remember this. OG right there. Yeah. What? Is Dragons of Iron Room coming back or what? Let me know. Hi, Thacko. Hi, Thacko. Shoot, my bad. I totally forgot. Hey, no worries. No worries. Okay, so that's what you see. But as you do pass by, it's as far, it's about as far as you can move on this turn. But what I will say... While you're running that way, do you want to make me a wisdom save real quick? Um, a perception check for ICRPG. Just real quick. Uh, that's, that's a, a That's a seven. Or sorry. Plus three? It's a, six. Uh, it's a six. Yeah, it's a six. Okay, so you don't beat our target number. That's okay. But with your six, you don't see anything extra. That's all I will say. You do not see anything extra. But you get to the edge of the room where there's more just boxes and things kind of stacked up. Reroll. Else back there. Oh, 
We get a reroll from Zuni. Damn! <gasps> that's a natural 20. Y'all can't Again? see it. But that's a natty wow. 20, which means you get to mark another point of mastery right here in ICRPG. What is that, three? Whew, yeah, that's three tonight. That is three. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to be streaming some Border, Border Skate 3 until I fix my rig. Dude, sick ass, bro. Sick ass. Let us know whenever that happens, because I would love to join in on the fun. I would love to listen to that beautiful voice of yours once again. You guys in chat, follow dragons in the dining room. Just do it. Okay. Sunni, you are the lucky charm. Here's what um, As you walk through the boxes towards the back of the room, Raz, you hear muffled voices. No, a single muffled voice coming from underneath the stairwell. Now, you've already made your movement this turn, so you can't turn back now, but as you are heading that way, you hear something from under the stairwell. That's all I'm going to give you. All right? Okay. Now, it's T357. It's your turn, test. Hello. Hello. I would like to... Hold the bird to see if we can get any more information. Nice. Nice. So you want to, like, uh, strength check? We'll do contested strength check if you want to, like, grab him up. Or do you have some kind of item, maybe, that you can use at all to tie him up? I don't think you do. I do not believe. I do. Well, you can just grab him. Absolutely. The salami samurai. I'm sick of y'all. Alright, let's do a contested strength check. The Kenku gets... You got a 15. The Kenku gets... A 4. So you grab him. And he's like... You've officially got him wrapped up. And I would say, since you have him grabbed up, this means battle is over. Initiative is done. Now, this bird... Yeah. Squirms. Screw the bird. I want to loot Wiggles. all the dead bodies hanging on the wall. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. But uh, the bird wiggles as you hold him. E357. And it looks up at you and just kakaws right in your face. What do you say to him? You will show me where they are holding the pretty boy. In a deep voice, once again, in a deep orcish voice, it says, The creatures send their regards. That did not answer my question. I would like you to lead me to the pretty boy. Then, in a thin, nasally voice, it says, Okay! Tie up the pretty boy in the back room. Follow the yellow signs to the sewers. Bring me to the back room. Me too, Sunny. I also now, feel the heat stroke. Yeah, dude, same. I think as you walk towards the back, Grappling onto this Kenku. As Bomblin begins searching all these bodies, you get towards the back and you see Raz already there. There's a door underneath the stairwell. And 
Raz? I've been hearing muffled voices from under the stairwell. I think our pretty boy is in there. Yeah. Now you... The door's locked, Raz. <gasps> it is? Yeah. Can I try the same key that I had earlier from the front door? Yes. You put your key in the lock, and you open it. Yeah, best um, natty 20 of the night. The it's best no one, dude. The best one. Okay, one sec. For y'all that don't were here earlier, Reverend Raz has a little tiny bag that he could pull a key out of, and there's like a 5% chance it will actually be the key that he needs. This guy rolled a natty 20 on the roll and pulled out the key to the whole facility. So we've just been walking through it like nothing. True. True as hell. Thank you so for coming door... to uh, Publins History Checks 101. Creaks open as you unlock it. Underneath the stairwell in the darkness, you see a face slowly look up at you as the dust kind of settles. And the face looks at you, and it looks similar to the description you were given, but you're not really sure. And it looks up and it goes, Hello? Who's there? Are you called Tony? No. Who are you? Ah, wrong hostage. Damn it. Alright. Have a good one. <laughs> what is your name? Uh... And I know, why are I, you in a closet? Hey, I, I know Tony, though. I, I know Tony. I do. Hel help me. Okay. Get up. All right. Can you help him up? Um, I do not have a name for this character. Chat, it's been a little while. Use the name-a-thing command. Name this other hostage NPC. Let's fucking go. Use the name-a-thing command. And you help him. You lift him up. You set him on one of the boxes. We'll get to your looting in a second, Bomblin. Don't worry about that, all right? Don't you worry your, your little Bomblin butt about it. Um, you set him down on the crate. He's like, uh, thank you. You dealt with the Kinku. Thank you. They they killed everybody, man. They... Oh. <laughs> While he's talking, I'm going to rip one of the legs off the dead bodies off the wall and just kind of start gnawing on it. Okay. Could you not eat you my like, colleagues? Oh. He's like, oh, no, they're not using it anymore. A sticky bun. There you go, sock puppet. Keep throwing it in there. We'll get there one day, bro. Um, so uh, going in initiative order, um, T357 gets to pick the name of this hostage because um, we're world building together, everybody. It's the way that this show goes. So out of all these, you get to pick what this person's name is, T357. Once you've picked, let us know. Uh, but he... The light is too bright for his eyes, and he holds it over his face, and he's like, A lot what? of good dates. You're here looking for Tony? Why? Why are you here? We've been sent by... A man uh, called Thornberry yeah, hired us to find him. Oh, yeah. Thornberry's a, a wild guy. Look, the, uh, the, the creature faction, um... <laughs> And and the Legion um share fucking shit. I'm sick of y'all. He's like all over his face and he's like He's like Yeah, and the Legion they uh I don't know if you know this, but they 
They think that my father, like, embezzled a large amount of gold um, while he was one of the lords here in Common Steel. And then he hid. He hid all that gold somewhere in the city. In some, like, vaults or something. They think that um, they can find it um, by using, like, some weird artifact or something that my dad made. It's like some rock of, like, talking or something. Um, look. Not this rock. What? Not that, not that green one. No, what? that's cool though. Um, but it was last in the hands of the Creatures Guild until recently. Apparently, someone stole it, and the Legion thought that I knew something about all of this, but I don't. Look, my father and I haven't spoken in years. I know nothing about his vault, his gold, his magical fucking rock, and I'm just getting caught up in all this shit. And me and Tony were partying together, and I know we kind of look the same, but these dumbass birds don't know shit, and. Uh, Look, I'm sorry. I'm just stressed out. This was this was an awful couple of days. I can imagine you are under quite the amount of duress, Cher. Thanks. Um, it's good you know my name. Um, yeah, Cher. It's given to me by my dad. I've, I've been named Cher for a long time. Um, thanks, B-Town. I appreciate you naming me Cher. Um, look, I, I really appreciate you guys um, helping me. Uh, if... Could I'm looking for Tony. Go ahead. We may have use for you yet, even with you helping us find Tony. Yeah? What is that? If you would like to alleviate your problems with the Legion, maybe you could... Searching... It's okay. Take your time. I know a lot of people in the town are like racist against Warforged, but like I'm, I'm fine with them. I actually have a friend who's a Warforged. Just so you know. How, how industrious. Maybe you could get closer to your father to find out what he knows, and that will get the Legion off your back. Maybe. If you smuggle information to the Legion. Yeah, maybe. Do you believe in life after? Do you believe in life after stairs closet? Oh shit, because it's share. Do you believe in life after stairs closet? It's a reach. Um, well, I sure hope you believe in death, young man. Um, yeah, I uh, I do. Like, I can try. Me and my dad haven't talked in a long time. Um, you guys looking for Tony? Yes. Help they, finding Tony would be most wonderful. I think they took the Tony, the creatures people took Tony down into their, like, I don't know, a place, uh, like hideout, like down in the, the sewers or whatever. And like, then they realized Tony wasn't me. And so then they came back for me and like, it's all fucked up. It's all fucked up. I'm not Tony. I'm Cher. And, and I don't know, but if you want to find him, he's definitely kidnapped by the creatures. The creatures faction who mistook him for me and he was taken to the hideout in the sewers. Well, most beautiful, share. We appreciate your work and help with finding Tony. Thanks. If Look, um, you can get close to your father, I'm sure we can work something out with the Legion. Yeah. Um what's your guys' names? Maybe I'll look you up. Um, thank you so much for saving me. Like, I owe you. If I learn anything, I'll come and I'll let you know. 
you know? Well, I'm Reverend Raz oh. of the Church of Death that follows the only one true death god, Ned Braith. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard of that. Uh, my Warforged friend talks about Ned Braith a lot, too. Yeah. They're always trying to get me to, like, uh, jump off a cliff and stuff. I don't do it, but, like, you know, they're cool. Cool. I am designated T357. Nice. Also called Test. All right. And then we've got. And then, uh, my name's Bumble and Barlow. Probably the one and only Bearkin all left in Intoxica. Yeah, unless you know something else, like maybe where'd all the Bearkin go? Where's your father's hey. vault? Oh. Where's this magic rock? Tell me the information! If I could he's turn back time. Day. Oh, he thinks he's having a hard day? We're having a hard day. All right, look, I I'm going to go now, I was talking about you, Bumblin. I, I hope I've uh, helped. I'm going to go now, okay? Goodbye, share. Bye, guys. I'll see you. And he holds his stomach. Do believe in life after Kinku attack? Da -na -na. And he walks out the door. Um, a couple of Kinku got away today, but there were a couple that died here on the inside. And Bomblin, you want to start looting things, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So all the Kinku you search, all three of them that you've killed, they only have a short sword on them. Nothing else. That's it. That's all they've got is a single short sword. But you start looking through all these boxes here and start rummaging through things while they have what been talking the dead to. bodies on the wall? share yes and you search through all the dead bodies now they do have as i have noted here um they have repairs and swords that are kind of just scattered amongst their sides and you can see that the bodies themselves have already been looted but you start looking through everything else unless you want to take these short swords let me know um as you are searching around i would like you to make me a wisdom check bomblin uh, not and I really love how there, much... But I've been around the den. Hey, I got a 19. 19, that is perfect. So, you find on this bottom floor, because remember there is a top floor, there seems to be a wall that looks weird to you. And you walk up to it, and it looks like it's some kind of, there's like some kind of secret room behind this wall. Uh, is there like a like a bookcase nearby, or a, a bust, or a, a piano? There uh, is absolutely clock? a fucking piano. Yes. All right, I got this. Hold in the warehouse. Ah, uh, chair and aristocrat. Oh my god! What do you do with the piano? Can I play the Legion's theme song? Yes, if you sing it for us as you play it, so we know what the Legion's right. theme song is, and that becomes canon. Legion members in chat, shout out if you're here. Do you approve? Go Hello. ahead, Bumblin. Hello. That's funny. Legion member in game. All right. Um, do you have any type of piano-like music? No. But you can sing it with your face. Okay. Ah. Uh, uh, do 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 
I'm sorry, that's the song of The Force. Legion theme song is a song of swords, a song of storms from fucking Zelda. My bad, no, I played the wrong song. All right, you play it, Bomblin. Um, if we want to see if this is canon or not, go ahead and roll me 1d20. Let's see if the luck's on your side today. Just a d20? No, yeah. no. Beat the target number, 14. Ow! Eight, you fail. That wasn't it. That wasn't it. Try again. Ow! <gasps> Wait! Reroll! Okay, Wait. thanks, Sunny. Might be. <laughs> Ow! Still not it. Can I... Can I turn into a gelatinous gummy bear and just slide through the cracks? You could, if you don't want to play the Legion song, you could totally do that. I played the Legion song, it didn't work. See, I got it at 11. All right, Turns out that wasn't the Legion song, it's not canon. I guess it wasn't the Legion song. Yeah, that's right. All right. Um, What kind of gummy bear are you going to turn into when you activate your ring? What does it look like to us? What do we see? Uh, I would, uh, what would look best? I'll have to play with settings but i imagine it's like a red gummy bear really like gelatinous and jelly like hey cinnamon bear cinnamon bear spicy as fuck <laughs> okay so you turn in this cube this gelatinous bear it's red and cinnamon kind of opaque and you approach the door how are you gonna push through it to the bottom, to the top, to the rocks. Through like that, the slide, like right when the door opens, that there's, there's got to be some type of little type of narrow crack. For just, sure, yeah. Just like ooze. It, it's more of like I lean against the wall, and then I like ooze through it uh, slowly, yeah. and then make... we can coil uh, form on the other side of the wall. I'm gonna make the noises for you. You ready? All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah! Nice. This room that was hidden behind this secret door, you have found. You can see there are two wooden crates stashed here. Oh. The first one has a symbol of the docks. You recognize this symbol. You throw the top off of it, and you see that it contains four wood-framed paintings wrapped in leather. The paintings dis depict different kinds of things all throughout Intoxica. We are going to allow chat to use name a thing and tell us what all four of these paintings are. And of course, it's my turn, so I get to pick what all four of these paintings depict. But what I will tell you is these paintings are so nice, they are worth 75 gold pieces each. The second crate you throw off the top. It's got no markings. But it contains 15 10 pound silver trade bars, all black from corrosion, but still worth 50 gold pieces each. There are 15 of them. Each one of them takes up one inventory slot if you want to take them. Additionally, in this room, there is a lever to open the secret door to get out. Chat, use the name of thing. We have, uh, how many paintings was it? Four. Four. Four paintings. Use name a thing. 
depict a painting. All right, and then we're gonna pick them. Now, if you want to open the door to allow your friends to help you carry, I'll there are fifteen nine silver bars. You can take nine. They're each they're ten pound silver trade bars, all black from corrosion. They're worth fifty gold pieces each. If you can find someone to sell them to, um, there are fifteen of them. You're gonna take nine. There's six left. Also, each one of these paintings takes up one inventory slot, and they're worth seventy-five pieces each. Do you open the door to let your friends in? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, da, da, da. Yeah. Oh, here it is, the lever. All right, yeah. <sighs> the door opens. There's some gummy bear residue. You go inside to see Bomblin standing there. He's got nine bricks inside of him, but he's a gummy bear. He just shoved them inside of his gummy bear. <laughs> he's still a gummy bear just standing there. Yeah. Um, would you guys like to help your friend carry these paintings and other kinds of stuff? Yeah, I'll take some of the, uh, the silver. All right. Um, he took I nine. I will take. Which means there are six left, and there are four paintings. Each one of these things takes up one inventory slot. I I, I took the paintings and the, the silver. The what silver left? All my inventory slots are full now. Okay. So I have four paintings, nine bars, and there's six bars left. Right. I'll take three of the silver bars. Nice. Test. You can take the other three if you want. Um, so we've got some suggestions in chat. B-Town says, Royal family members naked wearing cat masks. White textured painting named Lady in Mayo. The ree instead of the scream. Love that. Um, wrong lever, wrong. Um, King Rufflecock riding a majestic unicorn leading a legion of... Uh, ant creatures, the cock leadeth the way. Titled at the bottom, nice. A seductive frog laying on a lily pad clad only in pearls. Okay, I think those are our four paintings. Wait, we have five, so we have to eliminate one. I guess we'll get rid of the re. We'll get rid of the re. But we're taking seductive frog, king rufflecock, uh, lady in mayo, and royal family naked wearing cat masks. So the four paintings that you get. Remember that. I won't. Okay. Shortly after I this... I will take everything remaining due to having ec a 10 extra slots in my inventory. Looks like you just take three bars. Um, that's all that was left. Now those three bars are worth 50 gold pieces each if you can manage to sell them. Um, now that you guys have searched the secret room, there is stairs that go up to the rest of this legion area. Um, but shortly after you guys exit the secret room, you hear commotion outside. There's a familiar voice. It sounds like, Hey, what's going on in there? I know blood when I smell it. And you hear the voice of the guard you just spoke to earlier this day. <laughs> You see shadows of what seem to be 10 or even 15 different King's Acquisition. You look around Guys, to see... Quick, get inside the secret you three room. are surrounded by dead bodies and dead Kinku as the King's Acquisition begins to walk inside of this warehouse. I guess, yeah, we'll go in the secret room and close the door. All right. You hop in the secret room. You hit the lever. 
the door shuts. And that, my Cheers, friends, is where we end the episode for the night. You guys hiding Yay. in a secret room in a Legion hideout. Yay! Cheers at the start of the new campaign! Yeah, mommy! Yay! Welcome to the first episode of LDND! <laughs> LDND! That's right! Uh, I love this Reggie painting idea, Suni. You're so late, but I love it. Um, I vote for Big Jim's. We all do. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to take our last thumbnail pose, and then we're going to come back for our short rest, where we are going to level up. All right, because each one of these guys is getting a milestone tonight for defeating the Kinku that was taking over the Legion Guild. You each get a milestone. Congratulations. Um, and we're going to talk about our favorite and least favorite moments of the night. We're also going to review any clips or art or screenshots that were taken. If you did take any, please make sure to submit them in the Discord. All right? Um, please do so. We're not going to do thumbnail poses because that time has already kind of passed. But please make sure Mount Rushmore pose. Do we have to do it? We got to do one more? I mean, you did say... I think we do. We got to do it. Um, but we're going to come back and we're going to do our short rest where we're going to go over all of this stuff. Okay. Everyone get your faces real close to the camera and just do us funny faces for a, a Mount Rushmore pose. Oh, shit. I'm going to have to squat for this. Love it. Love it. You guys are killing it. All right. So we are going to be right back in uh, just a couple of minutes and we're going to do our short rest everybody these guys will be out of costumes so you can talk to them a little bit more we will actually be out of role play so we'll be able to read chat a little bit better we always do our best but we know how sometimes it is for role playing um, so we'll be right back and we would love to hear feedback from you guys so if you would like to join us for our short rest we'll be right